Hey guys, I got some news for you. Hey. Um, hey. Hey. I got some news for you. Um, hey. So. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so um, we uh, have uh, officially been bought out by Dury Incorporated. Hey. What's up, dude? Wait. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. You haven't said hello yet. What's up, man? The ceiling. Beyond that, the sky. Beyond that, space. <laughs> infinite space? No. You can't talk about that around Peter. He gets really weird around the idea of infinite space and voids. Beyond, beyond that, Matt Damon. That's true. That's true. But also, Matt Damon is evil. We'll kill Matthew McConaughey. But beyond that, is But there was a moment. Is Anne Hathaway. But there was, but there was a moment. There's... There's a moment. Anyway. Um, I ejected Peter out of the airlock. Okay, we're uh, so, stalling because we weren't involved in this very drastic and important business decision. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah, hey. sorry. I sold out. Um, sold listen, he out you. Uh, he, uh, he had a very lucrative offer, and I decided to take it. And, this is uh, your show, and we are just pawns. Yeah, listen, we need to be put under control. It was my... Yes. I think we've gone too far. Um, the places too that we've gone, Yes. Uh, like, I think we need to get your shit sculpting under control. Peter, we need to get you to therapy about that whole outer space thing in your head. Uh, outer space. Terra Firma. Terra Firma. Terra Firma. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway's leather ass. Short hair brunette Anne Hathaway. I guess Leather ass? Dark Knight Rises. Catwoman. Oh, I think you like, like an old lady ass. No, uh, she does have a leathery Cats ass in Catwoman. Yes. No, 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 no. And maybe okay. she'll have a leathery ass when she's older. You have a girlfriend. Don't worry about it. Um, Cecily's on the planet too. Yes. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, we just we need we need we need a. Uh, so what do we do now? We uh, give me Anne Hathaway. Now you have a direct. I don't fucking know she's her. She's a short hair brunette. You son of a bitch. I don't so, know her. God. One of the uh, one of the. If I knew her, I'd be in a movie by now. God. One of the uh, conditions was. uh, I'd be robot. No, one of the conditions was. um, Peter, you have to finish Bionic Boy. Yeah, I know. Instead of harassing. (laughs) That is actually true. Instead of harassing me. You have the gauntlet. Then harassing. The gauntlet has been thrown towards you, really. Yeah. Um, without you being there for it to be thrown, actually. I will help you write it. Uh, it's already done, man. It's in my dome. Oh my god. No. no well kidding. then, you know. Oh, okay. Bro, if you don't finish that song, this deal will fall through. You'll lose a lot of money. You have no fucking idea how done it will be. It'll be so done. I sure hope so. It'll be like finished. You know what I mean? Yes, done. Yeah. Um. Hello. Hi. Hey. So that was a, uh, so that was a condition. Um, what else? Adobe? Audition? That was a condition. Did um, I say audition? I don't know. I don't know. Hi. I've check the tape. Um, Alright. It's easier to check now. Oh. Um, I, 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 said, I said condition. Alright, thanks. There. Um, Carrot top. Oh yeah, this is my... Uh, this you might call me Carrot top. Don't look at me. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't look no, at no, no, no. You did! I was no, Peter, like, Peter, 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 Peter. Oh, 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 oh. Frank, sit down. Peter. Frank, sit down. Get the dog out. Okay. <laughs> 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 Peter. 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 Peter.
Thank you. Second, <laughs> he wasn't looking at you. He was looking at my uh, our new uh, our new um, stenographer, uh, Carrot Top. Stenographer. Uh, stenographer. <laughs> I've been a stenographer. Stenographer. You got it. Unsafe, man. I thought you were. I thought we were going to porno. No. Oh. He might want us to one day, but not now. Okay. Should I let him out too? No. Oh. He's transcribing this entire podcast. Oh, I didn't know you transitioned. <laughs> Period. No, like the, like the. Damn it! <laughs> Just the dot. This was also a. Are you putting a period? Is that a question? God, just go, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pick a lane, Lois. Stop it! <laughs> Get out! Get out! Okay, oh, okay, okay. all right. Peter, we've got to work on that. You cannot pull a gun. I can still hear you. He was just doing his job. No, you, yeah. That's passive aggressive. That wasn't passive aggressive. You saw that guy's grin. That was not passive aggressive. That was you being aggressive. I'll kill him. Go then, go do it then. Fine, I will. Bury the body though. Take the shovel with you. Oh! Oh my God! Beating him to death with shoes. With his own shoes. I've never even heard him speak. This is the first time I've ever heard him speak. And now he's moaning to death. Oh, hey. He's oh, you're covered in blood, like freaking. Well, you want me to shower now? You're my mom? That is the It's going to smell like pennies, though. That is the third stenographer we've gone through, and the second... This is the first one you've murdered. The other one's half dead. He's in a coma. you got to stop. I know you have a thing. I'm not addicted to murdering no. stenographers. No! No! I'm starting to think you're addicted no. to murdering stenographers. No! Wait, I got it. I got it. I understand now. I think his name was actually Peter. Uh, okay, so that makes sense. I yeah. that, is his, that is his MO. Yeah. It is canon. Uh, that's that's that the. Canon I'm just preparing the defense in court. Awesome. I was fake lawyer. I should know that. I should know that. Thank you. Don't say fake. As your fake, as your fake no. lawyer. Don't, dude. I we need I you. Got this. Need I got great legal advice. I don't advice think you got Chris this. over here. And uh, he's not a he's not a lawyer either. My second piece of legal advice is that I'm we cannot owner. tell jury this if we are now getting bought. It's on recording, man. Oh, we cut this out. We start that. over. It sounds no. really no, no, no. It sounds. Once I hit start, we can't we stop. Have better sound. That's now. what she said. We have to stick with this. It sounds better. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. Okay. The idea is better. It's the second time we've recorded this episode. No, it isn't. It's the first time. What are you talking about? Sorry. Yes. What the hell's wrong with you? Uh, oh, lots of things. Can you not keep character for like ten seconds? You did. I, I you did. Oh son. God, this guy. You did, did you have to bring this guy? You, did that you got a bouncer in here too. God, you're wasting no, all just... of our money on new employees. We don't need dogs that we don't need. No, Peter just flipped the switch in his back and he changed his voice. So he can change characters, but I can't? Yeah, bitch. That's unfair. That's unfair. Chris. I've always thought Peter was... I want to be more than one character. I always thought Peter was funnier with the gimmick of changing wait, characters. Wait, I'm sorry. I think the biggest problem is we haven't <laughs> introduced ourselves to this guy. Hi. How you doing? Oh, cool. See, he's in. He's cool. He knows the bit. I've got a gold tooth. This is the first time I looked over it. That's not Peter. Right there. I can see it. You don't have to keep tugging it. That one. I got it. Yeah, I get it. It's right. stop tugging it. Right He's getting spit on Chris. Here, let me uh, get that for you. Oh, oh God. God. I don't know. Who's uh, in that teeth? Did you, you just pull the 
You pulled the scary guy out and he's now British? Now, what is this, Split? I don't know. That was that. One of you is a monstrous, murderous freak, and the rest of you are in there. No, not. I know you aren't. One of you is. I appreciate it. I don't know, but it's not Peter. It's not the guy who's just here, and it's not I, you. Oh You're God. too much of a... Oh, he's been here. I appreciate... you beta. I appreciate I the dury yellow of this gold tooth. Oh, there's my tooth. Thank you. We need that for dury. Oh. There you guys are back. God damn it, Chris. Why did you bring this guy back? Okay, this is a this is a podcast. You yeah, I know, I know. Don't, but like, very visual yeah. thing I, I, I knew you would point out that I shrugged. It's almost like... Bringing, I knew you would point it out. It's almost like bringing dolls to an audio podcast. <laughs> Like a certain somebody <laughs> and their friend. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> anyway, we want Peter back. You can't have him. Son. Why not? Some way cooler. What do we have to pull to get Peter back off your body? You know. All right, fine. Here I go. So Zip. I'm gonna make my way to a pulling thing off Peter to bring this. Oh, bring Peter back to our show. Oh. Hi. Oh, hey. Oh, what's that smell? That it's, thing that it's, came out of you? Uh, that fucking jerk who got a mixed gold tooth. My brother. Mixed with carrot top's oh, blood. That's oh, an alien. he's dead, man. Uh, well, I pulled him out of here. Look when I wiggle him in the air. I'm I dead. Oh. Well, you're getting it everywhere. Don't give Alex an erection. Oh, God. This is my grandmother's table. Stop it. Oh, God. Oh, it's in my mouth now. Oh. Did, you sculpt, did, you, did, you, did you sculpt that with shit, too? I did not. That thing is obviously getting all over my sculpted shit, and I'm pretty pissed. Chris, you want it? Oh, God. It's in my mouth again. Oh. Okay, that's... I... <clears throat> Nope. Okay. Yeah, he smells bad. I'm gonna throw him out. Yeah, yeah. Throw it out. Please. Get that out of here. All right. So we're bought by dirt. We are bought. Was that in me? Uh, that was in there for a while. Mm. I had Cecily keep a timer. She'll text me in a second. Um, she's watching a video on something. I think she missed. No, she's looking at the clock. She'll get yeah, back. To me. She sits there and stares at the clock while we record the entire time. Yes. She just waits for me to be done. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how I know that she's keeping time. That's um, the problem. Right, it's scary. It only happens in October. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Now we have to we have to answer to Austin and Taryn, even though Taryn's never heard of us before. Never mind. Uh, but been. you brought her, huh? You didn't you bring her? I brought her. Didn't I say brought her? I said brought her. You're on your own. God. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> you t- I don't even know what you're talking you're about. No, you were doing the whole. No, you were doing that. What my girlfriend? What about her? No, I was talking about Taryn. For I get Anne Hathaway. I thought we talked about You this. don't get her. I get She's her. married, isn't she? In this fictional situation of you being it's a can you please? Can not, you, that's not fiction. Can make you feel better by going to the one planet where there's one person out there that the void, so it's not you're not alone. He'll be like void. 90 by the time he gets Hathaway. there. But It'll be 90 by the time he gets there. Hathaway repopulating the earth. Cecily's going to be there. It's fake. We can do whatever we want. The movie's fake. It's not real either. I didn't know we had this Which whole... Which means I get in Hathaway. If you... If I know the right moves and things to say, of course. I just did a consensual thing. She may not be into it, so... When has that ever stopped you? Uh, hey, I don't want that kind uh, of reputation. I am often slut. called the Pepe Le Pew of the world, but I don't want to be that... A slut? No, I stink. And I just think that if... I were to well, you certainly need to shrink. <laughs> this isn't a rhyming battle, I think. And if I were to, <laughs> if I were to figure out some way, in he's, the, he's just addicted to the pink and the stink. No, he's too much of a twink. <laughs> way too much of a twink. Okay, wow. All right, 
I didn't know I was sitting here with Eminem and Nas, all right? I think I'm just going to have to cancel this before I You want to go wash your hands in the sink? Cancel? Yeah. <laughs> Is this one of those Eminem videos where he teaches his kids something? Yeah. You know all the rainbow colors on your fingers? Go wash them out in the sink. It's called, it's called nail polish. Wink, I'm wink. Sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. You're trying to make one? No, I'm not. Oh, Are you on the brink? Okay. No, I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna free us from the situation like Abe Lincoln. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna save us from the situation like Dirty. Uh, Link. Dirty. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. So Dury owns us. Yep, Dury owns us. Sorry, I need yeah. to sit down. I'm lightheaded. I need more zinc or something. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm sorry to say, Peter, uh, now that Austin's more busy, it's going to be harder for him to uh, sit down with you about uh, Bionicle Boy. So. Yeah. He, it it just turns team? out he's famous now. What's your problem? What's your you know, team? who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? Charted in the top 40 in the billboards. Um, he's a busy guy, which is why he bought this podcast so that he can reach more people. What if, what if I gave him a Bionicle? You. <laughs> Oh my god, what it would happen. Does he not have any at all? Yes, he does. Well, he, he still has them? Yeah, he still has them. You can see him on the TikTok. He's got some on the shelf. Okay, so you're, you're, you're No, what's his favorite one? <laughs> it sounds like, one. I will like ask him. Work. I will ask him on the business meeting on Friday. Um, what's a bionicle that he's always wanted? Oh my god, if you went there. If you went there. <laughs> if we're playing this game. I could be the I could be that guy. <laughs> Um, but like, yeah, so <laughs> he'd be in my pocket forever, man. Much movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's at the Grammys. You don't know. Remember where we came from? I got you that bionicle. Remember who you are. Now are. finish that damn song. Bionicle <laughs> boy. Go play for that Republican convention. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Something pure evil. Pure evil. Like, that's. <laughs> Anyway, um, I will mention it to him on our business meeting on Friday. And don't, if he says it's some shit like, you guys are hanging out, you guys are hanging out. If he says, some, if he says some, some shit like, <laughs> like, Zach Tan and, you know, Karzani or like some, some like name where it's two names, mm -hmm. that's going to be like a $300 purchase. Wow. So he needs to... Like, usually when you ask someone that, there's, like, there's two tiers. There's the one where it's, like, that'll never fucking happen tier, and the one where it's, like, doable. You gotta write the song, though. Oh, if, I, if I get a bionicle first. You are now an employee of Dirty's. Now you're not paying me. He's bought the podcast. So. Yeah, he bought the podcast. So. Yeah, but he's not paying me. No, no, but you are property of this podcast. I'm not a pro... No, humans aren't property anymore. I'm a fake lawyer. I signed you up. Please, Peter, I think I know something about that. Yeah, half of it. True. In this case, I do know the half of it.
been waiting. And not only was I waiting, he said, oh, and I was like, no, wrong note. We gotta go in. Alright, I'll be ready this time. One of my favorite runs. I'll go ready now. One of my favorite runs. <laughs> Good thing with and... and Welcome everybody to the My Story Podcast. Thank God that's over. First time. Um, <laughs> so um Yeah. We're cool. bought by Dury now. We, uh, we, at least uh, I am. We, you are hopefully Hopefully. Gonna work with that. They are your friends. I'm still trying you, out. They are your friends. Did you know them? We we, we like no. them. They are very nice people. But at the you same met. time, you are possibly gonna do more of the visual nature of how they're represented. And you know what, dude? That is more work for you. I dig it. Go possibly. I'm still trying out. It. Dude, you you're you are cutting your teeth in the worlds you always oh. wanted to work in. Yeah, it, it hurts. It hurts a lot. Like can you, you can see the scratches on my the teeth. The bits are done. Come okay. on. Um so yeah, uh, tonight, Legend Reborn, for real this time, yes. we won't talk about the last time we tried. What time? Exactly. Good. He's learning. No, what are you talking about? Um, she has recorded that. Okay, he no. sounds worried. <laughs> no, we didn't. You're, t- you're doing it too well. What? You know. No. Okay, that's too good. Just move it's on. scary how good this guy is. Just move on. Look, this guy knows what he's doing. If you're not going to fucking tell me, just move on. Look how good he is. Anyway, so we finished Bionicle. Put this behind us. Peter gets whatever he wants to get off his chest about the series. Now, or you finally will just finish. forever. We get Hold to explain piece. how this all ended. <clears throat> um, and um, Curiosity Wheel tonight. Curiosity wheel. Um, I'm excited. Not much in news. Actors are still on strike. I forgot what day it was. Um, <laughs> forgot what day we're they, on. More things. Probably get, eighty or something. If things don't get solved by November, there are probably more movies that will get pushed back, like Poor Things and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> besides that, there's not really any news that I, I don't think nobody died or anything. No, some people got accused of stuff, crap like that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I guess we can go straight into what we watched. Surely, who wants to go furly? Trying to think, did I? I, 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 I think I, I think I have the least, so I think I should just go first. Well, we're just doing a main and an honorable mention, right? Or are we going for? I'm just gonna do one. Like I don't really want to talk about anything else. You don't want to talk. Uh, you're gonna talk about killers a little bit, right? Well, yeah, but that's that's mainly you. I, th- I was going to say we each have one and then our main one just kick into Killers. But I, I at the same time... No. He has not seen Killers in yeah, well, Han Solo died. Characters of Sith Lord? We were going to dance around it. Honestly, I was going to beg the question, should he ever see it? But um, yeah. the other thing is Robot Jocks, which I think we want to get Yeah, that's my main. Yeah. But if you want to if you want to really... We have been absent for a while. There's yeah. a few things that we could have watched. So if you right. want to go for all of it, I have a few things that I, I could talk about. I think we... I think... <sighs> Sorry, is he eating a peanut? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well done, Rudolph. <laughs> I never had more clear of a picture. 
<laughs> That's your next animation, you son of a bitch. You better make that worth it. You better make that worth it. How quickly my mind went there. Wow. <laughs> Oh, wow. Whoa. <laughs> you wearing that shirt better and everything? No pants, just the shirt. <laughs> what a Peter Rabbit? <laughs> You're Chris the Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Chipmunk. Maybe Chipmunk. Like Chip and Dale. Maybe. I'm ready for the spin cycle. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but you don't remember that movie? <laughs> the movie Chip and Dale? No, it's... Chip. No, I want the Chipmunks. <laughs> Oh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um, no, I never watched. I was that. more focused My, on the voice. There's an animated two D version of Alvin and the Chipmunks where oh they go God. on adventure and the girls go on an adventure. Same thing with the Ducktales movies from the nineties. There's I a Halloween that one. Way more than I remember any of the live action stuff. Um, <sighs> give me Jennifer Love Hewitt and Garfield any day. I say we just go for it. All right, I have no problem with that. Um, because I don't know how much I have. Just um, go with what you want, man. Go with your heart. Yeah. I did I talk about Ahsoka yet? Yes. Okay. The end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Was that last week? That or was that was, the, was that the non-canon? Yes, was that the non-canon, the non-canon episode? What are you talking about? The one that's not canon, the one that you weren't here for. Don't bring it up to him. He's he knows nothing over here. This guy. Well, I obviously know a little bit. No, of no, 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 no. I'm talking to him. I'm telling him not to bring it up. You don't want to talk. About I'm him right here. So uh, Ahsoka wrapped up. Talk for me. He's so fucking good at this. This guy. Ahsoka wrapped up. Um, somebody asked me today if I started Loki, and I'm just like, I need a break. I need a break from a from just a Disney show. Yes. Mm. Um, so Loki could not have come in a worse time. That's what they want you to do. I haven't it. watched Loki either, and I am excited too. I just have not. I'm in the middle of One Piece, and I haven't finished that either. I'm. Just, I have been so focused on movies. It's, yeah, it's crazy. So it's movie uh, season right now. So um, I uh, so that <clears throat> that wrapped up and um. It was very much like, a, okay, this is a very slow start. I'm not really vibing with this. Visually, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I need to put this down. It's making too much noise. Um, <laughs> it's. It wasn't really like vibing with me very well. Like the visuals were very like bland and the color palette to Disney shows is bad. Um, uh, outside of Andor, of course, because. Uh, that's really the gold standard. Um, the writing always got me when it came to Andor, but Andor does have really good looking moments at times. Um, it looks like the other shows. So, and then it kind of picked up. I was like, okay, now I'm starting to get into this. I'm getting into the Filoni-verse and his <laughs> way of in telling Star Wars stories. This is like towards the end of the season. Yes. Yeah. Like, I was starting to get into it. Like, I'm really, really looking forward to... How this is all going to wrap up. And. And. Ow. The, the, the clamp snapped and something happened. Fell flat. Oof. For it me. Come, it did not come together. No. I didn't. No, I, I think it was more like I disagree with how that show ended. I disagree with how that season ended. Um, basically, okay, so, Thrawn and, uh, Ezra 
are on... Miller? No. Bridger from Rebels. Okay. The show you haven't watched. So they're on a bridge, they're not in the mill. No. Okay. Um, Jimmy Eats World wasn't there either. Um, Damn. So... So they're trying to find... Okay, so Ahsoka and Sabine, they're trying to find their friend Ezra. They're also trying to stop Thrawn. They're on this planet way out on a distant uh, galaxy. It doesn't look much different than really anything else. But it's like in the same sort of like outlier realm as Tagobah or Jakku. Like what do you mean by that? Planets that have no real, no one pays attention to. They're just out there. <clears throat> right, but this is, I think expectations were like hyped because it's a distant galaxy. It's like it's outside of the galaxy that we've come to know. Oh, I got, I get what you're saying. Gotcha. But it doesn't look any different than any of the other planets that we've really seen. That is disappointing, man. Um, Cause I've always wanted to see more more worlds and planets. Yeah, especially in the like in the cinematic universe of that. It, and that's, that's disappointing. I think the volume is it just another desert. No, not not like Jakku or like. Um, is it just like a foggy desert. It's a. You remember uh, Andor, where they had that that Rocky Mountain range, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Imagine that. Without the forest, it's just that. So kind of like, kind of like Matt Damon's planet in Interstellar. Just kind of not ice. Just not ice. Yeah. Okay. It's like I could show you, but my phone is in use. Honestly, you could be looking at it. Uh, oh, that's a spoiler. There. So they're trying to find it. They, it really didn't look any different. And then, so they find him. He's been gone for like maybe a decade. And a half or something like that. And Sabine's like catching up with him and just like, hey, we won. The Rebels won. <laughs> By the way. Um, <clears throat> and so they have zombie stormtroopers. But nice. somebody, yeah, undead stormtroopers. But here's the problem they don't really behave any differently. In the grand scheme of things, they don't behave any differently than regular stormtroopers. They're just, they just, Night Sisters can bring them back to life. That's it, really. After they've been mowed is it down. Is like a dark force thing? Yes, Night, that's what Night Sister magic is. Do they have any souls to them? Pro- yes, they have some sentience. So they're just trapped they, in them. Yeah. Can they make any decision of freedom to join the rebellion if they wanted to? That far, no. They so can just be brought back to life well, to there fight. You oh, there you go. That's, that's <clears> not bad. That's not bad. No, it's... Yeah. It, it was just like... I, I like the idea... You're Sorry, good? I draw my tooth. Yeah. Um, I'm glad it didn't present us with another character. What? What do you mean? No. Oh, boy. Nothing. No, he killed the worm, remember? Um, anyway, but so... But he knew what the worm did. He knew what the worm did to him. Yeah, I could feel it. <clears throat> feel it. Feel anyway... It. So, it just kind of ended in that Ezra, like, Ahsoka and Sabine, who went to look for Ezra and Thrawn on the planet, ended up switching places with them. And that's how the season ended. And I'm just like... Well, it's a cliffhanger, right? Damn it. I'm just like, damn, I don't like that. It's a TV show, though. It is a TV show. And they want more seasons. 
In probably they'll probably start shooting them in a year. I mean, that's the strike. Yeah. Yeah. That's what sucks. Okay, so if this w- if there was no strike and it was just a this is one. No, of the I just don't. No, I just don't like it because like I feel like it's just. Did you? Re- it feels redundant, honestly. To have a cliffhanger. No, to have it end. <coughs> have it have it end. With them just trading places. Like now they're stuck on the planet. I'm just like all that work for them to just be in the same spot that as to be stuck in the same spot that Ezra and Thrawn were. I'm just like, I don't like that. It kind of, it removes Ahsoka and Sabine from the story that's about to be told. Mm-hmm. And like, and I'm afraid of them doing it, bringing them back lazily. Like they just come back in a hyperspace whale. And they're like, oh, hey, we're here now. I mean, that's, that would that would piss me off. I mean, I do think that's fair considering how little happened in Boba Fett and how much of a <clears throat> little effect that had on the entire scheme of things. Yeah. I mean, I like Obi-Wan. It is a nice story, but it also, again, doesn't have any real effect on anything. It's just this maybe, maybe with time you might come back to this and find these shows to be nice time spent with these characters, hopefully, in the future. But for now, if that's what they're going for, they don't seem to be giving you what that is for you. And yeah, like... sad. Like, there was expectation that Thrawn would come back. No, okay, so the fans were all hyped... About like, oh, Thrawn's going to come back in the in the last episode and wreck shit. And people are going to find out after the Republic's been fucking around. Mm-hmm. Um, that did not happen. And the fans are like, you fucking idiots. He came back and wrecked fucking Star, Star Destroyer. You think he's going to do shit? Like, you think he's going to wreck somebody's like fucking shit? No. No, of course not. Of course he wasn't going to do that. And the Star Destroyer in the shape that it was in. No. He would never. No, he couldn't. Not Thrawn. This big bad that's existed for 20 years in the books that you've hyped up to be this unstoppable monster. This isn't about... Okay. It's happening again. This fucking franchise, man. Shit! I'm so I'm so absent and so outside of the situation and what is going on. I do want you to have a couple, at least one last thing in mind. They don't care about people who care about the books. And that what they are trying to do is get everyone and to get everyone you kind of have to not care about those 20 years of books they are there as a blueprint to what Thrawn can be but he was great in it's, it's again even harder for me to talk about something that is obviously connected <clears throat> to other shows to a movie that's going to exist all of this is building to something and still has to stand on its mm-hmm. own as something too and I don't know if it necessarily does that because I haven't watched it so I I understand what your concerns are. I'm not doing this to be a devil's advocate for the show so much as find something good to challenge the expectations 
that are obviously affecting your ability to like this. Which is not a good or bad thing. They aren't meeting your expectations. Mm. But at some point... It still can, sucks. You can, yes. you can bypass that eventually with time. Right. If you don't have time and want to do it now, it's mental gymnastics. And that's all I'm trying to do, but I haven't seen it. So I don't want to belittle or disabuse you of your obviously true feelings about what you watched. It's just interesting to me because... He had you for a little bit. Yeah. He had you for a little yeah. bit, and then he said, like, I just wanted some fun fan service, and then all of a sudden, they just, like, didn't do really anything. Or what they did was just really kind of just odd, and just, it kind of, it, again, it just fell flat. Like, it didn't build it like this epic, it didn't feel like an epic finale. Well, okay, so that, okay, now that is the question here. Does the end of the first season of a television show have to give you such a big finale? Can't it have the promise of something more instead and have that be good enough? I feel like that's what the whole first season was, just one big promise. I feel like you got to okay, give so then something. What, then what was the promise of? Earnestly, more. what does that show of? Like, they're... Like, you're gonna get even more. No, I know that's what the ending is, but what do you? What is it that <clears throat> you thought they were gonna give you? What is your expectation? What did they not give you? What is the definition of that? Honest to God, I think okay. I went into it. Really, I was just like, I'm thinking. I was just really hoping for, like, a meaningful. Freaking Jedi adventure, you know, that just. I don't know. I just. Mm. There's some, I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. The question here is not that it. There is nothing there that whatever you're talking about doesn't exist. It does. They didn't give it to you. Yeah. Well, exp the exploration is understanding what. Your expectations were, and part of that process is: Did you expect a second season? Did you expect a movie? You already said that. I expected that, a second season. Okay, so we already when we we all know that's not coming anytime soon. <laughs> right. So that does part that does come apart with if you didn't give It'll me probably anything. Come out in six years. <laughs> if you didn't give me something now, and right. the promise of it is getting longer, whether it's their fault or not, that promise does add to that, and I think that's valid. It's incredibly valid to feel that. But what what did you want from Thrawn based off of what the show gave you? What did, was did the show feel like it was leading towards a big heist or a big moment? And did it because I watched a show recently where they're like the we're gonna get here, the world's gonna do this, and by the end things they're halfway. You find out you're halfway there, and you have to feel something about that. Either you're like, oh good, there's more to this story than what the end was that they promised, or. You know, I really felt like this was going to happen. And one of the legitimate reasons to that is the kind of shows you've seen from Star Wars, the kind of yeah. movies you've gotten from Star Wars. They're trying to dabble into shows. So I guess I'm arguing for the possibility of them earning that cliffhanger based off of what your expectations might have been. And part of that process is understanding what those are a little bit more. I do think the show failed you, though. I do think you're right about that. Yeah. I was just, I was just really hoping... To be its own, like, contained story with the beginning, middle, and end. And not have the end. <clears throat> like, Obi-Wan is that. Yeah, but, like, that it's not 
building, like, I feel like there's an, I feel like Dead Reckoning did this. Like, you could have a satisfying, complete story in a part one. But that's a movie. This isn't a movie. This is a television. Regardless. Well, no, they are two different mediums. I still think you could tell a complete story in a part one. Regardless of where you, regardless of what it is. But again, it's not a, a part. It's a, it's like it's a, a season. It's a, it's like a book. It's like chapters. Yes. Yeah. It has the right to withhold that information. I just viewed this whole season as a full book. Maybe that's what it was. It just felt incomplete. It just felt. No, incomplete. you've been listening to a lot of audiobooks. Motherfucker! Damn it, I have. You literally just said it right now. <laughs> Other mediums can affect the thing you want, and that hurts when, let's say. You have Star Wars, or even worse, Bionicle. The spreading of different mediums can affect how that works. And to be honest, Chris... Ahsoka was a great television show, guys. I really <laughs> just enjoyed it. Start to finish. No, no! Like, no, do this. No. What I'm saying is that's not a bad thing. Because guess what, Chris? You are watching the very first show... Well, let me ask you this uh, before I ask the second question. <clears throat> how much was Thrawn in the television cartoon shows? Oh, God... Season three onward. Okay, so it's not just the books. Yeah, there is a there is a in Rebel. He showed up in Rebels, and really fucked shit up. Okay, so I think that's a fair thing. They're basing this off of real book canon material. I, but a lot of this comes from the books. Yes, and you are reading a lot of the books in. Well, not well, not now. No, but you did for a lot. Dude, Binge that you shit, man. cobbled a bunch of written material about this stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, I added a couple letters in there. I, I, <laughs> I think it's very important that when you have a story that's been stretched out for hours with words, dude, you are painting the pictures in your head so much more elaborate and detailed. And then you watch a eight episode television show about, but it's all set in the same world. It's all in the same like place. You're paint like. You're not even just painting it just in your head alone. You have help from the visuals of the shows and movies. Yes. You have reason for these lines to be blurred. It's fair to have that. But I think this is the key. I think you've been focusing on one form of storytelling in this universe, and then you're watching it at the same time as Ahsoka, which is dancing in the same realm. Like, this is a TV show. We have the ability. A lot of people compare shows to books for that reason. You have the time to spread the story out, and it still didn't give you what a book gives you which is conclusion in its first season. Its first season, it gave you the promise of more in a different way. Yeah. And maybe time will get you to see that difference, but what you're feeling right now is valid. We just figured out why you feel that way. Nothing wrong about it. Because again, the show still didn't give you something. Now you understand what it didn't give you. The promise of what the books gave you, which there's something there. They may be two different mediums, but the books gave you something. The shows didn't. If shows are just visual books closer than a movie could be, they did fail at something. You did not get something. Yeah. You're about halfway there to figuring out. That's very interesting to me. Like if I were to read a book series about something and all of a sudden giant step into a TV show, like the, the that's the tone is all different. Very interesting to me. That's not good or bad. No one's at fault with that. That's super cool. Like that's just art, man. That's art and your ability to play in it. That's super cool. It yeah, I'm just I just like I just feel like 
Again, I just disagreed with the ending, honestly. Just, like, swapping places. And that's fair. Just, like, now what are they going to do? What what role do they have now? Are you just going to build your entire story on that planet? Well, great. I get to watch a Star Wars show, a season of a Star Wars show set on one fucking planet. When I was young, I enjoyed a, a space... Doesn't that sound great? When I, when I was young, on Nickelodeon, Ooh. they had this show called Space Cases. It was about a school where they would teach... Kids and it would be in his place. and at, there was like one teacher who's like I'm gonna take you out on a ship and we're gonna show you what it's like to drive and fly a ship for a little bit. That's um, Their ship explodes and they are forced out into space and they are drifting in space by themselves trying to get back. Oh and they're at war God. with other aliens that don't know what's out there. And every episode they just try and find their way back home. One character on the show has an imaginary friend, and that imaginary friend you never see them at the end of the first season. That character with the imaginary friend blows up in a ship. And then you find out she didn't blow up. She actually switched places with her imaginary friend. And that was the goal. Now they have to go find the person to the next thing. Like Sometimes what? it can be done well. And the main reason was that actress needed to go on a Disney Channel show. <laughs> so a, Disney, a Disney Channel show that I fucking loved and they canceled. They canceled mm. both those shows. But I loved the show she ended up with. It was with Ben Foster. It's called Flash Forward. I loved it. And I love that actress. She ended up on Serenity and Firefly. She's the mechanic. Like the little mousy mechanic who does everything. Oh, Captain. Did you play? She, no. Oh, oh, never mind. I thought it was If uh, you watch Serenity, she's the one who does all the mechanics in the engine room. Um, and I love her. Just But that's, that's, some, that's an example of something where I was like, okay, that's not... The whole show wasn't centered around that, but it was something that helped escalate the possibility of more. The... Uh, the shining star in all of this, um, tragically, I think, is uh, Ray Stevenson. Really, really compelling character. It seems like he was on an uptick after Triple R. His yeah. his goals were vague. His, his character's goals were vague. That was the mystery that kept everything going along. You never got an answer to that, of course. Um, it probably has something to do with Mortis. And the whole, like, force god shit. I, I want them to just recast. Don't say anything. Just recast. No, we really want to use deleted material that we... that we uh, A prime example of someone that I think can do this job and do this job well and is also on the uptick after working forever, Clancy Brown. What the hell are you guys talking about? There's a character... There's an actor named Ray Stevenson. He's the... Big, he's the general in Triple R who, like, he's the king. He's the villain. They, yeah. yeah. So he ends up being a villain in this show, Ahsoka, but he died last Legit year. Legit died. He is dead in real life. Shit. Um, he's in Punisher War Zone. He's been an actor for years. Oh, so instead of 60 years of recasting, they just. Instead, instead of what? Ruin, instead of getting rid of the character or explaining him off screen, I think they should just recast. I just. Just. Continue the character with another actor and respect the fact because that's they've been doing that for years. Damn. Not with Leia. They thought that they could change the game. I don't think they can in this situation. And I also think keep the character just to recast. You have a year before this is going to happen. You have a while before they're ever going to shoot this thing. So or longer. Someone like Clancy Brown. There are other people who can take that role. Just recast it. It would be my suggestion. So, <clears throat> in the final episode, he gets 10 seconds of screen time. Damn. 
And it's just him staring off into the distance at a blinking light. You don't know what it's about, but you know it has something to do with Mortis because the statue he's standing on is is one of the Mort one of the Mortis gods pointing in that direction. Yeah, that's it. That was the final episode. The episode before that got to duel Ahsoka again. wasn't as good as the first time. What are you gonna do? Um, Hopefully, the next batch of Star Wars that you get satisfies you because we don't have anything for a while, right? No. No, they're cooling off. I think they're forced to. Yeah. Just gonna have to make my own, guys. Um, I One day... I hacked into... Uh, this is great, though, because this means one day that I can actually get to this in this period of time. And when it happens, maybe I will breathe life back into you watching this stuff and enjoying it all over again. But now that we're owned by Dury, we can use their money to make our own Star Wars yet. Wait, we can use we their own money? Look, look. If we are owned by not with, Jerry, not with permission, I can quit oh, my job. I, I can quit my job. No. Okay. Then I can't. It's a I lot of rent time. You have to. You have to keep selling. Uh, uh shit sculpt sculptures. Damn it. Well, <clears throat> it's gonna keep smelling bad. Not right now. Suck it back up. <laughs> so <laughs> that fucking waterfall. I would say, so Ahsoka. <laughs> Ahsoka, meh. Meh. All right. I'm I thought sorry. it was, no, I think. I think you have valid reasons. Listening to, because so, yeah. like, listening to various people, like, um, like, Star Wars Explained and Mr. Sunday Movies just helped me, like, put it into perspective, just being like, it's. I thought that, like, like, the first few episodes, they were, I, I thought they were pretty dull and visually just uninteresting to me. Then it started to get interesting. Then I started having, then Anakin showed up and I was like, okay, now I'm just having dumb fun. Now I'm just having stupid fun. Because now it's, now it's just fan service. And I was like, oh, okay, now we're back. Now, now I can, I can stomach this because now I know what it is. Anakin showed, like, in flashbacks? No, Force Ghost. Way, dude, it's way more complicated than that. Yeah. Oh I'll explain God. it to you off air. Wow. Um, <clears throat> watch it one day. So, I'd rather watch Loki at this point. Yeah. I'm hearing what you're saying. I mean, I'm excited for Loki, but it's just TV shows demand a lot of these Do times. you have any morbid curiosities? Like, <laughs> is the kind of Soka or anything like that? Like, oh, Andor. Andor. Oh, so you watched Andor. Yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah, Andor was the that. last go, but Andor proves that this can be good, and it can be done well. Yeah, um, I saw the Boba Fett's. I saw, or the one Boba Fett, the Mandalorian. Yeah, he's only one show off. You're only one show. Yeah, off. I just haven't seen Ahsoka and the animateds. Yeah, I've seen the animateds. Oh, oh no! You okay, don't so he's ahead of me. Then you're ahead. You don't remember any of it though. No, of course not. I don't. Know. I've seen the visions. That's <clears throat> okay, so super yeah. fresh. Fucking great. Um, I, it, I, so yeah, I just maybe I'll come back to and just be like maybe. Maybe I can live with this, but like I was just like, ah. Overall, Rosario Dawson, what do you think? <sighs> wow. Wow. I, mm, Maybe that was another thing that I disagreed with. I don't think she... Dude, that was like 10 seconds. I that don't think... That, dude, that, <laughs> she, I don't think she so did much. a bad job. I don't think she did a terrible job. Okay, fair. I just... But that was ten seconds of silence to answer that. To question. find the right word for it. Like, 
She wasn't I don't want to sound like one of those jackasses no, on the I, internet. No, I respect That was her. like, why doesn't Brie Larson smile more as Captain Marvel? Ugh. Huh? Fair. I don't think you're that guy. All, is, all that Rosario Dawson does is this character. She just has this very mild grin on her face, like, Listen, like the I'm entire so time, the entire time, no matter what is the just tone is, I, I, think, I don't think so. I think she can pull off like a, re- a range of faces, of emotions. She has but, a very great... But she's very stoic as Ahsoka. And the reason everybody's giving is that Ahsoka's been through some shit. Because her... Master ended up being Hitler or Hitler's top bodyguard. Actively killing children. Yes. All that shit. We'll get to something like that later. Ezra fucking saved her life and then he fucked off for a decade. Okay, so okay, she's okay. And then Sabine's a complete disappointment to her. Mm. Um, But she just has a weird grin. Yeah, and like, but she's just like, the entire time. The entire time. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Jesus. On my phone. <laughs> I can pull it up on you, you Pull up on your pull up on your computer. Am I am I on YouTube? Here you type it. Okay, yeah. I'll, you know what to look. You you know what to look. I love how this is the game of you do it. You do it. I don't, I don't fucking I don't care. Do it. You do it. You type it in. You fucking type it in. Just guys, you understand we had a stenographer earlier. Yeah. Okay. It's just like it's like. This expression, the entire time. It's like that expression almost the entire time. That might just be her lips. She's just got like a, she's got full lips, man. But like it's hard to guess what she's thinking about because her eyebrows are under so much makeup. Oh, she's got this stoic thing going. Yeah, on. she's just that the entire time. And yeah. I'm like the animated. You can tell. Me yes, because it's animated. That's cartoon. Like, you can tell. Wow, they really they casted her well though. She looks like. Oh, by the way, they had Ahsoka. they had young they had young Ahsoka in the show. I guess who that. plays her? Mila Jovovich's daughter. Uh, Sasha from Barbie. Oh. They got Sasha from Barbie oh. to play young Ahsoka. Well, she's pretty good. Wow. Um, what she'll... happened to the Logan girl, man? Daphne Keene. Yeah, where is she? His Dark Material. She grew up. That end. Oh, okay. She's got like four kids oh, now. So she's dumb. she's thirty. <laughs> um, say, uh, there's a lot of good there's a lot of good kick-ass female yeah. action stars growing like Mila Jovovich's daughter stuff like that like I'm looking forward to like cool um, action what, one thing that, about her face that I notice yeah, I think it's just a personal thing but whenever whenever characters have like really dense contacts in their eyes mm-hmm. I like I, I don't know what it is and I love makeup, I love props and shit, but I lose, like, I personally lose a layer of that I can connect to with the, with yeah. the actor and their performance. And, and that even happened with Henry Cavill in The Witcher. Like, those contacts, they were so distracting after a while, and he's such a stoic character that he doesn't make a lot of facial expressions anyway. And so you look in his eyes and they're fake, and he's a stoic guy, so he's not making an expression. Then I'm like, left with nothing. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the show at all, so I can't. I can't say anything for that. But just, it was just with the, like some of these pictures look, like good. Like this uh-huh. angle just looks weird. But like front on, you know, looks all right. I don't know. 
But like, yeah, like I'm not. She doesn't have eyebrows. But as you can see through the headlines a little bit, I'm not alone here. Like a lot of people were like, "Really, Dave? Really? Weird. That's what? That's where you ended things?" And not in like a curious way. Like a lot, a lot of people shared like the grievances. Was like, really? You just had them switch places. Like the whole cliffhanger wasn't on the fact that Grand Admiral Thrawn is back and about to wreck shit. Oh, why would it be? Like this monumental villain to this Star Wars trilogy, and you didn't really introduce him in a very meaningful way. In fact, you probably introduced him in a like he's just another villain. He's just another guy. Like, more of a guy than the guy from Spy Kids 3D. Which um, is silver. He's not yellow. I have to correct myself. Um, so he turns... Put it put it in the series and I don't care about it. <laughs> he's silver. The silver guy is the guy. Silver. He's silver. He's not yellow. And Is there any yellow on him at all? Mm, no. Maybe, maybe, like, he's in his skin. Okay. But he's most... He should go to the doctor silver. for that. I his, mean, his clothes are he's silver. a Caucasian male. Oh, I got you. So his clothes There's like are... some hue of yellow maybe in there. His clothes are silver. Well, yes. I wouldn't call them clothes. They're like armor. Sure. You know, like diver? His outfit is With... yellow. The style to the thing that's on his body, yeah, correct? Just, just big, big silver, like rubber okay. cushions all over Okay. Him. But that is, I'm sorry, yellow? Silver. Silver. Cushions. Oh, my God. You said yellow. Yeah, and his skin. God damn it. But is, does he have any makeup on his skin to change the way his skin looks? No, it just makes So the actor skin. looks like the skin that's fucking Frodo hand. It's Frodo bag. Elijah Wood has this skin. He has skin, yes. But he's not wearing any makeup on, it's just a normal Caucasian skin. Yeah, just mm-hmm. And you consider okay. Full you Caucasian consider that skin. with his cock out, you consider that silver. to be silver. How's that silver? It's a skin. No, his armor is. I know. I didn't mention his armor. I'm talking I about did. his skin. I know. It was fucked up. You shouldn't do that. I'm talking about his skin. <laughs> his cock? Right now. Yes. With his <laughs> cock out. I'd say it's more of like a... You said it was Caucasian. But like... Tone. So you're just saying with the... You thought his skin was yellow. Well, no, I thought his armor was yellow. Okay. Because the main guy, the main kid in Spy Kids, his armor is yellow and he turns into That is guy. true. He turns into the I guy. I do know that. And so I thought... Wait, the the little kid turns into the guy? He's the guy now. God damn it. Yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> Sorry. Eh. Uh, I'm just kidding. This, okay, Ahsoka. Meh. Eh. Uh, Next thing. Ballerina. Ballerina. Okay, so you've heard of the John Wick spinoff Ballerina. That's going to have Ana de Armas. Ana de Armas. This is not that. I did not get a special uh, screening to, like, an early cut. No, we'll get some Manager Armas later. Um, this was a Korean action thriller. That's right. You showed me the trailer. Yes. Um, this is for Netflix, if that makes a difference. Um, it is an hour and 40 minutes of... It's a very slow, very methodically paced movie of... This gal whose friend um, ended up getting ended up uh, getting blackmailed um, from doing like kinky like BDSM embarrassing shit mm. and uh, ox herself and her note was to her friend was avenge me her yeah adventure honor yeah so that's what that movie is. 
It's just... But then she's like John Wick, basically. Yes. That's fucking awesome. Right. And so... That's sick. Yeah, it's just... it's. I thought it was just very... This movie, I think, is very gorgeous. Yeah, I think it looks... Very, I think it looks almost like darn immaculate. I'll say the word. Uh, that'll be the new insane one day. Um, like the gore trademark. Um, <laughs> the gore trademark? No, insane trademark. Gotcha. Um, but like, like, like the gore, like him, like, like the the villain getting their getting a knife stuck in their cheek and they just ah, like, oh, like just cut. Nice go smile. Yes. Nice. Um, oh. And he wears that for the rest of the movie. And then the way he goes... Dope. And then the way he goes out is so fucking gruesome. How Ichi the killer? Like, I don't know if I... I don't know if you want... I don't know... Like, how much should I... Like, are you okay with it? Um, I don't mind it if it's incredibly visceral. If it's visceral, you can explain it to me as much as you want. The act of looking at it is still going to be gnarly. Flamethrower. Aw, awesome. Flamethrower on a beach at Aww, night. Aw, that's beautiful. As that's he's poetic. begging for mercy. That's poetic. As he's begging for mercy. Dope, that's cool. Like, pleading for his life, and this woman's just like... <laughs> Someone watched Once Upon a Time in America. Um, Yeah, I... like And the action... Okay, there's this scene where they're in that lab. Mm-hmm. You'll see a little bit. She's walking in the lab in the trailer. And, um, like, that whole scene where she just has to, like, pretty much gun down and beat the shit out of all these freaking... All these, <laughs> I just saw a little bit of it. There she has to like beat the shit out of all of these, uh, all these uh, dealers and um, chefs, I guess, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like they have that that scene right there. Um, just that that was the shining star of the whole movie. Like the crime boss kind of just like sits down. And she's just she's just like, give me the answers that I want. No stupid questions. And maybe I'll let you all live. And then the guy just comes out and is like, oh, looks like you arrived. Come here, sit. Let's talk. Um, you know, we've been waiting for you. Bam! Not, waste, not wasting any fucking time. It's just like, well, you gonna answer me or not? And so, yeah, I... Like... Once, like, yeah, it was just so... I just thought it was really good. Like this was like this was. It looks really. I saw I saw a trailer for it and I'm just like, all right, I'm popping it on. Um, The fights, the fight scene with the with the dude in the red room. Yeah, Yeah. in the room that was okay. The action is very much like there's a. I had to get used to it after a bit because like there's a pop. Yeah, it cuts. It really just cuts a lot. Like they use a lot of cuts in their action, Um, and I had to get used to that. Um, oh my god, the headbutt? Yes. That headbutt, dude. Yeah, it's freaking... His head goes into the camera, and then her head comes out yeah. the other end when they cut. Oh, that's smooth as fuck. Dude, the action in this Damn. movie. Damn. When it, when, it, when it goes, it goes. Like, it's act, the action's amazing. Um, like, the set pieces are really cool, very well thought out. Like, it's just so fun. Watch this woman kick ass. Yeah, it shot really well. Um, it shot really well. So, yeah, it's just it was just it was just really fun to watch. Like I'm just like I'm, like I know that this strike is probably going to cause a lot of blockbusters to like 
fall out of popularity, I guess, for lack mm-hmm. of a better phrase. That doesn't mean other countries' blockbusters will. Right. If we get action movies like this, I'm all for it. That'll be really good. Like low-budget action. Like mid-budget action films will absolutely yeah, Like the first John Wick. Like that. Yeah. Given the right to become a John Wick 4, absolutely. Um, but like, I just really, I really enjoyed it. Like that whole reveal was just so shocking. It's like, oh, oh, he's got a library of them. Oh, it's a host of blackmail. That's how they get their money. Oh, very much visually kind of reminded me of Kate. Hmm. Yeah, it reminded me of Kate. Um, is it also Netflix. Yes, Kate's Kate was, also. Netflix. Kate was probably inspired by more Asian focused films like this than anything. There's probably more Asian films like this that look like this than you think. Hmm. Um, I thought one. Which, like, country, which country is this from? Uh, Korea. There you go. They've had that really I said strong... that at the beginning. It's a Korean action movie. Oh, I forgot. Action thriller. Um, but like, yeah, it's just, it was just so, so fun. Just, it was, it was much slower than I thought it would be, but like, once it got going, boom, okay, I'm in. All right, let's go. Where does this go? How deep does this rabbit hole go? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that hallway... I'm really trying to think of there if there was anything else that I like watched besides this and uh, the other thing. Um, maybe I meant to watch something and then I didn't. Maybe that was it. Um, but you've, anyway. you've been working in streaming. Yeah. Um, working as in videography working. Yes. Um, so I guess we could just talk about hog boiled. Oh, yes, they're a centerpiece, hard-boiled. Hard-boiled. So you didn't watch any other John Woo movies? Yeah. Woo! No. Okay. Besides Face Off? You have a reason. Yeah. Um, Hard-boiled. 1992, I believe. So Um, you you saw the trailer for Silent Night, the return of John Woo's action films that's coming out later this year. Western action, right? Western action films, for sure. Um, He... Well, yeah, I mean, he hasn't... No, he actually made a film like this in quite some time. Oh, wow. That's the point. It's a return to, like, action, action, guns. Like, he made a two-movie-long historical epic action film of, like, horses and swords and stuff Mm. called Redcliffe. But he didn't... He hasn't made a movie like this in a long-ass time. And, yes, hasn't returned to America since Paycheck. Which is a bad Ben Affleck gun food movie. Um, so, you saw this trailer and you're like, I really would like to watch Hard Boiled. Right. We, like we had sat, like we had sat down, and I was like, okay, dude, I know you really want to. What was it that you wanted to watch? It was uh, it they live. It doesn't matter. Uh, you wanted to watch something else, and um, I was just like, dude, I know you're on a different speed, but can we watch Hard Boiled? Let's just do it. Let's just do it. So we did. Um, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. This was awesome. This movie rules. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember what episode it was, but I went through a whole week of watching all of the Chinese John Woo movies Woo. and really spent a long time just kind of talking about this one. I, I think I watched it with Peter and I was like, yeah, this yeah. movie rules. So him and I really have gone off on this. You guys should have to go find it yourselves. Um... Yeah, I just, it's really, God, the bird cage. Yeah, the, it's crazy that 
we don't get movies of this practicality anymore. Well, if there's a lot of money, there's a lot of safety concerns. Right. This movie's dangerous. Oh, yes. This looks dangerous to make. Now, so did you look into any of the behind the scenes? I just, I couldn't okay, find Okay, that's it. fair. All right, so I, that whole couldn't explosion the at the hospital, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. He ran into a wall of fire because John Woo was exploding Woo. those things. He nearly killed Xiao Young Fat, and Xiao Young Fat was so mad at him, he has never worked with him again since. I mean, it's your, it's, it's, it's your sure, life. It's, their, it's the fourth movie they've made. It's not the first time he's faked him out or scared him with an explosion. And at that point, he was like, I'm done. Fucking done. I'm Fool done. me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Fool me thrice. I don't think they... Fuck you. I don't think they planned on it. Fool me thrice. But, like, he was Fuck so you. pissed. They have been friends. They've cleared things up since. But, like, I, and I don't know why they haven't worked together since. Or he's done... Anything in America. Surprise, he's in Silent Night. That would be a great freaking cameo. But, like, uh, yeah, it was such such a dangerous shoot at the end that even his main actor was like, you're fucking insane. You're fucking crazy. Trademark. So, yeah, there's a reason people don't make films of this caliber of practicality because nobody did it like him. Nobody. It, it, it really just... It was a like it was a lot of fun just watching this and just watching how practical it was and then the, the motorcycle dude the motorcycle like if you're not it's such a smart setup like you're not looking at the dummy that's clearly getting run over you're looking at the motorcycle going in at like oh, freaking you're Boy. talking about the motorcycle going into the truck, and not yes. the motorcycle that flies through the air and explodes by one shotgun blast to the gas tank. Yes. There's so many motorcycle bits in this movie. Right. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I thought that was the no, point. No, that's the point. There's so much cool shit in this. Like, it's like I just saw that as like smart, as like on, on like a filmmaking the angle level. Is the angle is very good. Your eye is not on the dummy. It's on the 40 mile an hour fucking well, motorcycle. Oh my god. Editing wise, that's very great, but at the same time, you only see about 25% of the dummy. You only see shoulders up to the head, really. But you can tell, like, its arms are like this, like they, hanging they back by the string. Enough. Yeah, they hide it enough. It's a great angle, I think. Oh my god. Um, How did you feel about the balance between having a movie about a just kind of silly, charismatic, no, I don't give a shit? Uh, hard-boiled cop? cop hard-boiled loose cannon of a cop and a quiet performance by a great actor undercover cop thing but like paired together into this movie I thought it was seamless mm. really like I like you described Chow Yun-Fat uh, his performance and I didn't notice that it w- it was in a, in a bit of a contrast with Tony Leung's. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice that, and like it didn't like stand out to me. It's like I don't think this guy's distracting. Like, I don't think any of it's distracting. I just thought it was so seamless. Like everything just fit because everything's blowing the fuck up, and he's lighting a cigarette, swinging around and yeah, with a cigarette and shooting and. Yeah. It's just, and then the whole, the whole hospital bit, like from start to finish, when Chow Yun-Fat first walks in there, 
Like, the last half of this movie takes place in a fucking well, hospital. One thing I tend to forget is how long they are trapped in the basement. And it is quite a long time, but at the same time, they are becoming even stronger friends. Yeah. Like, they have to shoot their way out, but then they get the gas, and they have to blow their way out. But then when they blow out, it's awesome, and you're like, then they murder everyone in a wonder, and you're it's the craziest God. Thing. The moment they bring He was doing wonders before it was cool! No. Other people were doing wonders before him, but it's one of the best wonders ever. No, he's doing like modern. Like that's like that's how a that's how a wonder today would go. Wonder, damn near killer. It's all. It's but you brought it again, Chris. This is this is the late. This is nineteen ninety two, man. This is not that old. It it feels like a like an eighties movie. It's twenty one years old. It's not, but in terms of filmmaking, it's not that old. No wait. For a wonder like that. It's 31 years. No. How old is this movie? 1992? 2023? Yeah, you, you're off by a decade there, buddy. Am I? Yeah, not 22. It is 32. Yes. Okay, okay. I, I was like, I had to stop myself. I'm like, like, I'm 37. I was like, 22. I'm, oh not, say, I'm not Fuck. saying... I'm stuck there, in 2013. I'm sorry. I'm I wish I was there. That there hasn't been distance, but I'm saying that there is so much from about 75 to 1990. That you have not seen that is very badass. Like, badass action. This is the pinnacle of 92, but, like, again, he's made three other ones, and then there's other people who made movies. There's it was, Predator, there's other, like, Die Hard had already happened. There's a lot of great action who that happened before 92. The other ones you recommended were The Killer... Hard Target. Hard Target. Those are the two main ones. And then what was the other one? There's a I was trying two, to think of the other one. There's two other movies that are actually a first one and a second one. I just forgot their names. I don't think it's Bullet to the Head, but it may be Bullet to the Head. One Not the Stallone one that everybody's thinking about. Again, certainly. way before it, but there's, yes. it's like, those are the ones that, that started Chow on Fat wearing sunglasses and wearing a trench coat and murdering people. But The Killer and Hardboiled are equal in terms of how amazing they are. I think Hardboiled is a little bit better because of that hospital thing. The Killer... Is amazing, but Hard Target is his first American one with Jean Claude Van Damme. Those are the two ones I right, right. highly recommend. Highly recommend those. Um, I just wish a better tomorrow, a better tomorrow one and two. There those you are go. the first. Those are the first gun fu movies he made with Chai Young Fat. So a better tomorrow one and two, The Killer and Hard Target. Those four movies. Um, well, like yeah, I just. It's dangerous, you know. Like, I, like I do acknowledge, like it's dangerous and all that stuff. I just, man, it it's just great. so visceral. It looks amazing, but it's incredibly dangerous. It's incredibly dangerous. It just shows you why film has been. This is this is the sort of stuff that they would do with Buster Keaton. This is the sort of stuff they do with silent film. That the, there, there's so much in the early days of filmmaking that is dangerous. People died. No one gave a shit. This is the kind of feeling that John Woo had. He was like, we need to go back to the days where we spent all the money in the world to make it look this bug nuts. And, yeah, uh, I it stands out because of it, but also everyone who made it with him was like, you're fucking crazy. So by the time he made... People were done. Like, <laughs> Face Off, I think, is the pinnacle of what he could have done, but a lot of what makes Face Off amazing is because of the people he casted. But as an action film, I think it's phenomenal. But it's also the people he casted. But just the two... The entire boat chase and face off is nuts. The boat, the people flying in the air with the boats, that's that's unfucking believably dangerous. And I just that to have a whole movie like that in America, no, no, by a studio's money, 
No. So I'm excited to see what Silent Night brings. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I. Uh, that was a really that was a really fun one. I just you know. It's one of the. It's literally one of the top five most important action films of all time. It is a Citizen Kane of action films to most people. I said that to my friends at some point this week, and I'm like, I don't know what Citizen Kane is. I'm like, fuck. They're no. not supposed to. I know. It's a film response, but it is one of the. It is up there with, my, in my opinion, Mad Max Fury Road of recent ones, but we're talking mm-hmm. Die Hard. Predator, like yeah, some man. of the Terminator Two, some of the most important action films of all fucking time. Yeah, now I know. Now I know, and he has more, he and has I have more to watch. More, more, more. But yeah, this is the first, for someone who loves action as much as you do. This is this is one of the top ones. Period. It was fun. Yeah, I'm done. I'm probably, I've been, it's been fall, you know, fall's yeah, kicking been, in now. They've been falling. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've been, I was showing you guys a song by Jose Gonzalez earlier. I think I might go back to, like, more, more. You're in Fast Hat, you're in Fantastic Mr. Fox mode. No, actually, more, like, Walter Mitty mode. Yeah, there's, there's a, then, then you get into Fantastic Mr. Fox. You go yeah. Walter Mitty, Fox. And then you're, you're skipping you're... horror altogether, which I, I am amazing. No, oh. I'm watching Five Nights at Freddy's this weekend. I'm not skipping. Horror. Oh my god, that's this weekend. That yeah. is true. You are doing that, but I mean, you're not. You're Did not. You get tickets already. In terms of like Thursday night, I'm talking about below. like the like the run of movies, the vibe that you're in. You're not watching. I've watched a bunch of horror movies over the past couple weeks to lead to mm-hmm. because it's October. We're yeah. already almost done with October, and you're watching one. Like that's just not your vibe. You're going into. October Sky, Walter Minifall. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I gotta watch October Sky in October. That no, you need to watch The Fablemans. I need to watch The Fablemans, apparently. Yeah. You know what I recommend also? American Graffiti. George Lucas. American Graffiti and The Fablemans are really gonna match what you're looking for. George Lucas. After Walter Mitty. I'm just saying, I'm just in that vibe, dude. Watch the ones that are your favorite, too. I'm just saying those right. those ones are in your vibe. You have favorites. You watch them in the season that you watch them. I do, too. That's fine. You found new ones. I, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm saying there are other ones that I think you would really enjoy since now you're in that season. Mm. Like, to me, it's like Frightmare season. Mm. Absolutely. Which on the River Kwai is like summer. There's like, like three, three horror werewolf movies that I still want to watch. There's one so, I saw recently with Isla Fisher and Josh Gad where they have a werewolf baby. It's really good. Oh my god, what? Yeah, it looked really good. The hell is it called? I don't know, but it looked like a I keep seeing bits and pieces of it on TikTok. You have a werewolf baby? Yeah. So Josh Gad and Isla Fisher are in it. I know. Isn't it Isla Fisher? Sure, there you go. I'm wrong. You're Josh right. who? That's Gad. my shtick. G A D. Yeah, hola. Uh, so, um,. So Ahsoka, Ballerina, and... Uh, Hard-boiled. Hard-boiled. All right. Do you want to go next, Peter? Yeah, I can go next. I have a lot. It's my main hoe. Uh, sure, if you want to put it that way. My main hoe is a movie that Alex showed me called... Robot Jocks! You guys showed me a trailer for this, and I am so insanely jealous. If you had come here earlier, I would have made you watch it. 
I was been, I was hiking. It would I mean, I wouldn't have I was hiking at Edinburgh. Normally, you'd take a nap, so I wasn't going to disturb your nap. But at the same time, if you would come... I think this would have been the best way to end our whole robot bionicle thing. And Peter has a, a, a pink sweater th- bit to this. Yeah, so we're maybe like... We're, we're pretty much at the beginning of Super the movie. Super fighting robot! the narrator is describing why, why all of this is happening, why they exist. So mm-hmm. they... Let me know if this sounds familiar to you. So, okay, I'm listening. Um, pretty much, war has destroyed like ninety nine percent of of people, and the only way to solve problems now is to use giant robots to fight another giant robot in battle. Gladiatorial. A gladiatorial battle. To see who wins. And whoever wins. Putting that in front of me. And whoever wins. You really want to make this clear. Yeah. So that's that's essentially the all while happening in like a desert. That's Does it have uh, seven small dicks here, like like that? A gear on their crotch. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. There's gear on their crotch. So that's essentially the the premise of both robot jocks and. Uh, Legends Reborn, the Glutorian. Well, that's such a. That's kind of like a small part to it, though. It's a small part. We'll get. We'll get to it, but like in the movie, it's a small part. But in the actual like lore of of wars that's happened on on that planet, and mm-hmm. now they now they have no choice but to just fight one on one, and they've just devolved into that. It's it was very fucking weird. Really, it was it was kind of freaking me out. I'm like, did they get this from this? Like, surely this isn't the one. It was really weird. But why not? I mean, this movie has been known about for quite some time. So it stars Nathan for you. He's the <laughs> he's been um, actually de-aged in his more recent. Dude, TV this guy show. looks so much like Nathan Filder. It's so hilarious. It's really fucking weird. And then um, there's another guy that looks like exactly like James Cameron. It's yeah, really, he did. He looked exactly. It's like really weird. They're, they have like lookalikes before they were even. That's I mean, weird. Nathan. Nathan must have been a kid at this point, right? Ninety, whatever yeah. this was. Just a child. Yeah. Eighty nine. Yeah. So he was probably just like a little kid. So this is his dad. Um. The the practicality of how this was done is. Like it looks really good. Like a Godzilla movie. The, the, it is a per, it's a really amazing mix of stop motion, you puppetry, have, you have all of it, miniatures. They do everything. They do every form just just to pull this shit off. And it made by the great Stuart Gordon. It it looks. I had I had two to men, watch. two machines, too wild. I had to watch Pacific Rim after this. Like a couple days later, I was like, I want to watch Pacific Rim and see what like. Oh yeah, they see, see if there are any things. connections. Oh, it's, there are some for sure. Especially with absolutely, absolutely, Guillermo del Toro has seen and enjoys this yeah. movie. He's, he, I guarantee you, he worships Stuart. And they both, they both do this thing where they ground the camera, and it's easier to do when you're working with miniatures and you know mm-hmm. sound stages and shit. If you, if the camera is grounded, the audience is grounded. With Godzilla versus King Kong, whatever it was, 
yeah. when they're fighting, the camera's like panning like thousands of miles an hour across buildings, and you're like, who who's recording this? How like you you lose that that part, and you lose the scale of like, yes, I get that they they're moving slow, and the buildings are falling. Yes, I get that it's a you know a city landscape, but you don't you don't feel it. But with this movie and with Pacific Rim and movies like it, when you ground the camera, even if it's CG, you ground the camera on a fucking building or it's in a helicopter. Helicopters can move fast. They just can't go like hundreds of thousands of miles an hour in one like shot that's like two seconds. It doesn't fucking work that way. So when you ground it, when you ground it like that, it, it gives it so much personality and you can actually do more with the camera than not grounding it. Because then you're just floating around and shit. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Mm. Uh, so that was that was awesome. The premise for this movie. Um, Good luck. <laughs> I've been thinking about for a week now, <laughs> and I still I'm still fishing for it. So I'll get back to you guys. Uh, I mean, I, okay. So let me give you something. A little bit of uh, okay. So. Um, there's the main guy, he fights the other guy who's Russian. They are defend, they're basically fighting for Alaska. America and Russia are fighting for Alaska. That is the glad that is the reason they're going at this. No, I'm talking like the metaphor. I'm talking mean. about I'm just wanting to know what the plot generally is. Okay. So okay. they fight. I mean that part's clear. In the, they fight. In the middle of the fight, the one the USA, the good guy's robot. Falls and kills a bunch of spectators. Like 300 it's people? fucking horrifying. It's this shot right here. They the spend it's the so shot. much time on watching people suffer and scream and die. The main guy's like, ah, ah. oh yeah, they don't cut away. They like the camera's on like no, 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 dead no, no. kids, yeah, dead he, women. Yeah, yeah, no. And the thing is, he doesn't want to faces coming off. Place. He doesn't want to fight, and he's just yeah, he doesn't want to do any of the shit. So it's Shinji. Very really? Shinji. Very Dude, Shinji. It's, yeah, it's, it's very Shinji. Up. So he finds out. So the fight gets a draw because of everything that happens. And no one knows what to do next. And so they are breeding people through chest tubes. And they've now got this new first group of test tube people. One of them a female. And they, hide, and they say, you're going to be the person who's going to fight in the suit because he doesn't want to. Well, she looks up to the main guy. And she's like... She, they kind of have a romantic thing, I guess. And uh, he doesn't weird. want her. He, when he finds out that she's going to do it because he likes her, he tries to take it, and then she takes it from him, and it's back and forth until the final showdown. That's what the movie is. The movie is him trying to chicken out of his last contractual fight, and then she's like, I want to do it because I've been test tube trained. And he's like, well, now I kind of like you, and I don't want you to die in this thing that's probably going to kill you because this guy with a fucking chainsaw being his giant robot. Wants to kill everyone. And for likes. This guy, the Russian guy, is evil. He's murdered people before. It's awful. I want loves to, to do it. But I need you to know this stuff before you watch it. When you do watch it, because the ending... Yes! Keyword when. Is hilarious. <laughs> anyway. That, I'm like... This is the point of the movie. Like, like oh. the guy doesn't want to go. It's very Shinji-ish. But then he kind of likes this girl. The things that I want Peter to know is... The main guy and the main girl hated each other because they had, were both on a completely different political spectrums. He was a Republican and she was a hardcore. Liberal. Oh, the actors? Yeah. And the other thing is, the Stuart Gordon, 
wrote this script with another guy and their problems were Stuart Gordon wanted this to be as fucking bug nuts, cartoonish, crazy, like generic as possible. And the other guy was like, how do the robots work? What's this world like? What's it? He's like, you're, you've got lore against like normal fucking entertainment guy. God. And Stuart Gordon is a great entertainer. He knows what he's doing. And then you have this other guy who like knows what he's doing as well, but they're just clashing. So what you get is this very extremely well-defined visceral world without any real care to go into the politics of it. <laughs> it's just a guy who's, who's like fighting with his own ego. You're just in it. You're just in it's the, so the fucking world. God, it's so fucking weird. weird. You're passively in the world watching this shit happen. And there's no like... There's no meaning. And even at the end, they like... They, the end... It, the end is made to feel like there's some sort of metaphor and you're like supposed to walk out of the movie theater like, yeah, let's get along. But don't know. No, 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 But there's no, no, no. nothing do not there. Talk about it. I'm do not, not talking about it. Ooh, don't. No. But but you're left just like with their faces, their goofy ass faces of just like No, okay. This I first of all, that ending I'll it doesn't it. it doesn't mean anything. You're you're let like I think on paper they were thinking they did something, but in reality, it, there's well, nothing it was the, there. It was the 80s. What was going on in the 80s? Russia, Russia and America were fighting each other. Communism was fighting. That's, that's the real thing that's going on here. It's the U.S. versus Russia and communism versus... I, I guess. No, you're, it would be... They don't need to go into it a lot because at the time, that's all you needed to do. It was the 80s. Everyone was talking about it. It was it. Red Dawn. It's all around that era. So they didn't need to do much but just do that. Yeah, So sure. the, the reason... Rocky Four, dude. Like, he, he beats the guy at the end of Rocky Four, and then he's like, what is there America and Russia? We gotta be friends. Like, everyone was doing that. But, dude... That ending. It was a great jump scare. It was a great jump scare towards the end that I really loved, but... The robots themselves are... I cannot explain. It is like the amount of... Like, wear a neck brace, because the whiplash is going to be insane. It's amazing. Outside of that... You don't need to wear a neck brace, because they reveal that there's a fucking chair in there anyway. There's a button for the chair that they just don't press. So they're being sloshed around in the robots. Why it took so long for... Why is there a button for the chair? Just have the chair. Don't let it be an option. It's amazing. People have different ways of doing this. Like a standing desk versus a sitting desk? But I would say... You're in a robot! I would say this, though. It's work! The reason that this exists is the reason that Pacific Rim exists. Oh, yeah. I get that. Like, this got got 25%... Pacific Rim got 25% there. And And the other reason this is because it's based off of an entire anime that exists. It's ripped off a lot of shit from another anime. Obviously, it's another based comic. on anime. So, like, yeah, this anime? is already stolen idea from somebody else in the first place. So uh, this looks nothing's new, but it, it really is. It's like a good ass time. To Pacific watch. Rim, in this, they go head to head with the visuals. It's great. Dude, the stop motion, the animatronics, it's so fucking smooth. It looks so. It the fights blew are me away. And then when I watched Pacific Rim. I actually had, I had a good time watching mm. it, but I didn't have as good of a time watching Pacific Rim as I did this movie. Wow. Because this is fucking cheesy as shit. This is hilarious. The Pacific Rim, we have our main guy, but he's just, 
He's just like Charlie Hunan is not enough. He's just a cookie. Hunnam. He's just a cookie cutter template of like just some like Charlie Hunan. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. He th- there's 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 no there's no meat him to, to the character. Him. He's just like yeah, this is what we're gonna do. Okay, my brother's dead. I'm gonna work on a wall. Okay, I'm back. So we're, we're gonna, gonna wall. Do. Mexico's gonna pay for it. We have to. He, we have to connect in our minds. I've never enjoyed his American he's, accent. Honestly, he's so he's so I think like his British accent's better. He's just black and white. There's nothing to him, and, uh, and it actually made me laugh at towards the end of the movie. He's like, "We gotta do this together. I'm gonna kick your ass." Yeah, yeah There's there's very different tones with these very movies, and I and I would go with more robot jocks because. People who drive these robots have to be delusional. They have to. They have to be fucking crazy psychopath. Yeah. To do this, this not the, like I'm cool. I'm gonna drive a robot. Did, did you understand that the main guy was illiterate? What? He's illiterate. He can't read. What do you mean the main? He, guy? The main guy can't read in that movie. Why is it by kids? Why? I don't know, but it's in the movie. He's illiterate? He's illiterate! Does he ask people to read things for him? It doesn't happen often, but he does mention that he's like illiterate. Like Abdul the Butcher I watched, I watched the thing where someone was talking about it, and I'm like, oh my god, he does! And he does! Why is he illiterate? Because a murder ball, probably. Or rollerball. Are you rollerball? Yeah, no, he is illiterate. He can't read. This you know guy, Nathan. Yeah, yeah, his brother reads. His brother is literally a guy reading all the time because a lot of people can't read in that world. In this world. Robot Jocks' world. I don't want to tell you. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, the two guys that were betting on him and they they couldn't, they mentioned something about not being able to read or some shit. One of them is Jeffrey Combs, the reanimator. But I didn't think, I didn't think. He can't read. It's like Mike Tyson. No, not Mike Please Tyson. Please watch this movie, Chris. Okay. It's very okay. dumb and fun. Okay. It's very dumb and wait very fun. I'm going to wait a few days so I can forget what I heard tonight. Oh, it's so good. I'm going to watch it. There's some great 80s shit out there, man. What is that? Yeah, this is this is James Cameron. Right? Wait, that guy looks like James fucking Cameron. This He's coming up right here. Not him. Yeah, there's James. That's hilarious. James Cameron. Anyway. Yeah, those those are my two movies. I, I did like Pacific Rim a lot, and the scope the scope and scale was awesome. The premise was okay. I just he even Del Toro even mentions in like behind the scenes. I was watching that too. It's his main goal for the movie was to get that to get adults to come back and revert into their child state and just be like happy to see giant robots in their imagination, like fully transcend into a movie and visually just stunning like that that was his goal and he he succeeded with flying colors and that when i was a wee lad watching that i was exactly in that same boat just like i don't fucking care i don't care i don't care about this main guy i could i could give two flying fucks who the main person is just show me giant robots and giant monsters fighting yeah it was it was great and i haven't I I haven't fully seen the second movie. I've seen Wow. I have seen a lot of Uprising. Um, John Boyega produced. I thought I saw it in the theater, but 
I watched like some some clips on YouTube and it looked familiar, but I'm like, did I just like not retain the information of seeing that movie? I don't remember a thing about it. Perhaps you saw it in your dreams. I don't know. Maybe. It's crazy because you look at the first movie and you're like, this is fun. And there's a lot about that movie I kind of don't remember, but at the same time, I remember how it looks. I remember how it feels every time I watch it. But the second yeah. one slips through my fingers visually. All the time. Mm. Yeah, the... Um, human beings found a way to make robots not powered by people anymore. And, or not powered by people who have to be in the robot and potentially kill themselves fighting. And then you have to train new people. So they use VR instead. So they connect the people wirelessly to the robots. They're still controlling the robots, but they're away and they don't have to, you know, get harmed in the process. And then they have to train more people and like just lose lives that could potentially be saved. And so I, I'm fairly certain they, they meld brains of the kaiju into the, the Jaegers, which why the fuck would you do that? Yeah, and they found the wrong brain. That's right. And then the brains take over said robots and just turn into mechanical kaiju that start destroying the bases that they're on. I remember that now, yeah. And then Charlie and then Charlie turned into Yeah, he's a bad guy. He's the real bad guy mm -hmm. now. Because he he like he he brain fucked. And so that brain was connected to him. Yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> really, it just sounds like an episode of Ava. I'm like the angel trying to take over. Yeah, all, yeah, it all goes back to Ava. Right? Man. All, but like Ava was not the first mech show. Ava was the. First, I know, but like that's my first, only reference. Is no, I know, but what you are watching at that point is you're watching a deconstruction of the entire genre. So what you responded to was a deconstruction of something that was already well popular at that point. It, it's not the first version to explore that stuff. It was just the first one to be like. What if I put a virgin in here who like can't stop thinking about sex and has a horrible relationship with his dad? Like, what if I did that? Like, as opposed to like adults who are flying mechs and trying to form relationships. Like, Mobile Gundam is the first one, right. first most popular one, and that first season is crazy because what it starts as is we're having fun fighting the robots and it ends with everyone dead. <laughs> so like they've done the whole this is fun to we're not fucking around with these things before mm -hmm. like I understand your reference but like this is by the point that this, by the time this was made this was America stealing the idea like we're stealing it now that's how long it's yeah. been around and popular so I've been on and I'm now just eager to to watch the second Robot Jocks, which I saw the trailer for it. It's oh my god, they it made a sequel. It is apparently an unofficial sequel, but it pretty it's, much has the same... It might as well be, man. It might as well be. And then there's another one that looks like it has the same sort of world to it, but maybe not really a sequel. Interesting. But the one that I showed you did look pretty funny. Yeah. So it I, did look pretty funny. I want to watch the sequel to Robot Jocks and then the full sequel to... Pacific Rim, the Pacific Rim uprising. Mm. Keep the robots coming. Yeah, just yeah. keep them coming, man. Big, bigger and bigger. Yeah, that's my that's my shit. I'm done. Um, all right, well, I'll talk about some small stuff and then we'll get to killers. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so I did. I watched a lot. Um, let's see here. Let's see if there's any sort of specific things I'd like to focus on. Um, I. 
watch The Music Man. Hey! I watched Conan's favorite movie. And, um, yeah. I, it turns out that while I was watching it, this I realized that it was the first musical that I had watched at Chanhassen with my grandmother that we started a tradition for like over 10 years doing. Um. So a lot of the songs were hating me. I'm like, and as I was watching it, there was a picture of my grandmother. I was like, oh yeah, we totally fucking up. So I was really enjoying it. Um, this was right before I got COVID too. Um, the first song is fucking amazing. Like you watch that first song and it's just like stunning. Everyone remembers... Um, the uh, ten coronets and the whatever. There's like a, a a song where he explains all the instruments he's gonna get for these kids. Mm -hmm. But he's a con man. What I, I he's just conning people the entire movie, constantly finding ways to just steal money from them or just like perpetuate the lie more and more and more. Sounds like my kind of guy. Um, but what I really loved about it is it's a movie of fast talking, fast dialogue, fast songs, really really quick. Really, really, really fast. And I love that type of shit. It's my favorite. And it's very funny. Very funny. I was surprised at how hilarious a lot of these actors were in it. And there are a lot of the original cast members of the show and just sharper TV and television people like Buddy Hackett. Amazing. Amazing. I fucking loved it. Um, I watched... Um, I'm starting, we wa after we watched House Moving Castle, I, I'm starting uh, Hiro, um, Miyazaki stuff. So I watched Lupin the Third, mm. his first Castle Kalanostro. That movie is beautiful. I had no idea that was at that. At that same time, my mom started Lupin on Netflix, and she seemed to really enjoy it as well. I had no idea that was him. That was him, yeah. Um, mm. He's also responsible for the first season of television. So it's really... What are we talking about? Here? Lupin the Third Castle of Kalana. It's like from seventy nine, something like that. It's really here we go. Um, this one. We'll see. Uh, yes, it's very beautiful. And as I watched that, I actually found a, an hour and a half video of someone examining it while I was on COVID. And at the very end of it, he explained that this video took him so long to make and is so long in general because he caught long COVID during the process of it mm. and had COVID for like months like Jesus suffering. and so when I finished the movie so I was like in the mad. middle I was like at the end of my COVID run which was only two days long but pretty fucking bad and at the end of the video I was watching he's like I've had it for months I was like damn dude and it just it was a pink sweater moment for me I was just like wow that's crazy mm -hmm. but the video really broke down a lot of things that I did not know about Miyazaki's birth into the animation business about Lupin in general the character which I thought was incredibly amazing how people perceive him, how he's grown, and then his love for automobiles. And not just planes, but like cars. How cars define scenes. The, the different eras of Lupin is de all described by cars. It's, it's so cool, so interesting. So I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I watched the original Suspiria and the remake for a first time. With Dakota Johnson? Uh, yes. Um, the remake... Okay, so I loved the original. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was gorgeous. Un-fucking-settling. Unsettling. The first murder, mwah, chef's kiss. Classic. Classic shit. I loved it. And then the ending, pretty fucking crazy. And the rest of it, just good set, a uh, good atmosphere and stuff like that. Um, it's about this girl who goes to a dance school. Turns out dance school has a bunch of witches in it. And they start Some dropping black flies. Uh, okay. No, Black Swan, she's not a witch. She's just going insane. Um, 
the sequel, oh yeah, I love the, the trailer yeah. just because of that bleeding fleshy Suspiria thing. But beautiful, Chris. We're talking like some of the best lighting around is from the Italian horror films of the 70s. And, and there's Sus- a new one now? Yes, yes. They, made, they remade it in 2018, Possibly. With uh, Anastasia Steele herself. Tilda Swinton, Dakota Johnson, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. She's in that? Uh, The chick who's in X and Maxine and all that stuff. Um, She's really good in it, too. Tilda Swinton plays three different characters. Um, I don't... I think it's a little... Okay, the biggest problem with this is that they set it at a time in Germany... That I don't, they, they talk about the politics a lot. They should have connected to it thematically, and it's just too textual instead of subtextual. Like they take way too much time. The added character of Tilda Swinton's man is just unneeded, I think. But the movie is very. Um, the, uh, before I get to the ending, there's a murder in it where a girl like gets contorted and twisted from the inside out in a room full of glass. But as an actress, she is a contortist, so she's Ugh. doing it all by herself. And as I was watching it, I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, it's not bloody, really. But I'm like, oh, it's, this is gross. Still. At the same time, I was very impressed by how she performed that scene. And I was like, damn, girl, like, it looked physical as shit. And I was like, God, that would looked amazing. Um, the movie is really pensive and really kind of muted colors until the last 30 minutes where it gets, like, bug nuts bloody and gallo and hilarious and the makeup it's just so fucking crazy the last 30 minutes of the movie are just fucking hilarious like heads exploding shit i loved it um the kingsman like yeah pretty much and i loved it it was like they where where suspiria is that all the way through they waited until the very end to do it but dakota johnson's really good tilda swinton's really good um I heard I forgot her name uh, that's in the trailer right now opening the gla- the mirror door but she's really famous now playing X and Pearl and Maxine in the title. Oh, Mia Goth. Thank you. Mia Goth, really good in this too. Um, yeah, I I liked them both. Having never seen them, I wanted to watch them both. There's apparently one two more. Okay, so this is based off of a series of three witches from mm-hmm. lore. Um and the director made two other movies about witches. One of them, I think, is called Inferno, and it's like Suspiria, very beautiful and stuff. So I'm probably going to get to that before uh, Halloween ends. Um, and then I wa- we watched Killers of the Flower Moon. But before we get to that, I rewatched The Irishman, which I think is fucking amazing. I think that movie is, uh, as a second rewatch, that movie is a fucking masterpiece. Watching Pacino, Pesci, and De Niro, I, I-, I just loved it this time around. I thought it was amazing. The score is great. God, that movie's good. But I watched Silence for the first time with Andrew Garfield. And we were talking about this a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Um, Silence is about, uh, in the 1600s, priests were going to feudal Japan. And Liam Neeson tries to go there to be a missionary and spread the word of God. Um, and years go by, they haven't heard anything from him. They realize he's been captured by the feudal Japan lord. And he is being forced... First, they're murdering Christians out there, but then they're also forcing some of them to denounce their faith. And they heard from a letter, a rumor, that Liam Neeson has not only denounced his faith, but is living at a Japanese man in Japan now. So his two most... Uh, his two most important 
uh, uh, students, a a Adam Driver and uh, Andrew Garfield, are like, I don't believe this rumor. It's been years. We finally heard something. Let us go to Japan and find him. And his guy, his, their boss is like, no! Like, they murder Christians out there. What do you think they're going to fucking do to a priest? Like, don't go! And they're like, but we really... We really need to go. It's just a rumor. There's no way he would denounce his faith. If he did denounce his faith, he would be damned and he would never be able to come back anyway to the church. And they're like, no, that can't be possible. So they decide to go. And the first thing that happens when they get there is there's a couple of Christians that are like, we, we have Christians in our villages. We need them to, we need priests. They need their sins forgiven. Like if they don't have their sins forgiven, what are they going to do? So they're like, all right, we do what we need to look for this priest, but let's start spreading the word of God and just giving these people what they need. And so they go to one village, and it's like, like they, it, they shouldn't be doing this, but they're doing it. And then another village hears about it, and they're like, hey, get, come over here and help us. So Andrew Garfield goes to this other village, and he gives them, and he's like, ah, oh, they, like, they, they love him. They're like, oh, my God, it's so great that you're here. You can forgive our sins. But you kind of, he's kind of noticing that maybe they don't understand the faith that much. They don't really understand what heaven is. They kind of they just like they feel trapped in their shame and in their guilt without understanding the logic of what this is. And they're kind of trying to explain it, but they have to do it secretly and sit in a shut in like a shed and be quiet all day so no one can ever find them. And things go bad, and they start murdering everyone in the villages. They start murdering everyone who's ever become a Christian, and they start looking for the priests. The priests try to run away. And they separate. And you're following Garfield the most. And there's this one guy who keeps going up to Garfield and he's like, when I was here, or like, could you please just, he's the guy who got them to Japan in the first place and just tried to find people to him. I forgot his name, but he, when he, years ago, he had a family and they came to him and said, denounce Christianity or we're going to kill you. He's the only one who denounced it. Everyone didn't. And they murdered his entire family. And he's had to live with that forever. And so he goes to Andrew Garfield and they form a little bit of a friendship and he's like, please forgive me for my sins. And Garfield does. And then he keeps betraying Garfield over and over again. And he keeps going to Garfield saying, please forgive me for my sins. I didn't mean to do this. And Garfield is betrayed by him. He's forced to be a captive. He's forced to be a captive with all the people that he went to as a village himself. And they keep slowly murdering every single person in front of him because he won't denounce his faith. They're like, you understand they're not dying for God. They're dying for you. This is about you. You need to stop and denounce your faith. Like, fucking do it. And he's there forever. And then finally he meets Liam Neeson. And Liam Neeson's like, do you understand what what's going on right now? And he's like, no, man. Well, you like you're gonna be damned. You you gave up on your religion. And he's like, you don't understand. They've been here for centuries. Their idea of the Son of God is actually God. They'll never understand a religion. You're trying to plant a tree in a swamp. You and they're all and like it's not like Japan did this. This was one specific emperor that saw the fact that Christianity going to other countries allowed for them to look up to the priests, which meant they did the trades. Christianity is a disease into other countries and destruction of their culture at the time. It was a tool, and Japan knew it, and they cut it off at its snake's head, viciously. 
No one is sitting here saying that what that emperor did was good or humane, but he was doing what he thought was necessary to keep the goddamn Christians out. And I'm not sitting here saying that it was right, but there's a point in the movie where Liam Neeson is like, you understand that these people are being hung upside down and drained from their skulls of all of their blood in front of you because you can't give up the fact that you're that pious. This isn't about you. This isn't about the church back home. You truly believe in God. What would Jesus do right now? He would step on the picture of Jesus. He would denounce his name and he would save these people because religion is not your clothes. It's not your symbols. It's not who you are to an organization created by man. God speaks to you through your heart. And the entire movie, Andrew Garfield is like, where is God? I'm, I'm sitting here begging for you. Why are you so silent? And in the moment he has to do the right thing, that's when he hears the voice of God. And for the rest of his life, he's forced to be a priest in Japan. He can't, he can't be, I'm not a priest, but to be a, a Japan person for the rest of his life there. And that's the last 30 minutes of the movie. And it's incredibly powerful. It's incredibly, it, it, it can, like, the people that are doing this to him are fucking awful. But they have their reasons. And in a lot of ways, they're like, your faith is no different than ours. Like, this is all just, a, a, it's all just a, like, a bureauc bureaucratic bullshit. You need to do this to save their lives. You need to destroy your ego and understand that you are not a representation of God. You are part of God. God is everywhere. This is a, this is a country whose entire religion is based off of nature. It's not going to take your shit. It is not going to take it, especially when it's been used as a tool to destroy other countries before you. It's intense. And none of it works as powerfully as it should because I think Andrew Garfield is miscast. Wow. He is good. And he is good at times. And towards the end of the film, when he, like, this was a, they spent a lot of money on this, but they didn't have hotels. Like, they slept in horrible places to get this done. Scorsese's been trying to make this movie for 10 fucking years. This is a big passion project for him. He put his heart and soul into this movie. And sadly, I don't think Andrew Garfield was the right person for it. It, it is distracting at times. And it sucks because you have Adam Driver very little in the movie. And he might have done better, but I understand what he's going for because you've seen Hacksaw Ridge. You've seen what he can do with this kind of character in a different story. Mm -hmm. But this is a movie carried by one singular performance. There's a lot of Scorsese movies that do that. Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, King of Comedy. But lately he's been doing a lot of ensemble ones. This needed a better actor at the forefront. Not DiCaprio. I don't know who it should have been. But Chalamet is the kind of person, Driver is the kind of person who would have nailed the singularity. But what he wanted was someone who was clean. Someone who seemed like, yeah, like, I think someone who would be really good in this was Ewan McGregor in probably the early, early 2000s. I think mm -hmm. Ewan McGregor would have been great at this. Liam Neeson stuff aside, he would have been very good in this role. Because he's played the dark side before. He's been really bad people, but he's also been a priestly Jedi before. And I don't think I don't think Andrew Garfield nailed that. I think Andrew Garfield is more human. I think he's better playing shaggier people. Like he needs more f like frailty to what he's doing. 
than the, what this role required. But again, I think by the end of the movie, I don't care who you are, when you work this long on something, there's something you're bringing to the table that proves that you're a very good actor. And when he meets Neeson for the first time, it, it's harrowing. Like, he's given a lot. And by that point in the movie, I understood what they were saying, and Garfield mattered to me at that moment. But it's, it's three hours and 20 minutes. So it's not the fastest movie, but I, where I could say things could be taken away, everything that's there is important. Everything is there is necessary for the journey of what this man's going through. A movie for a movie about faith, I genuinely enjoyed it, especially from a guy who's made two movies about faith before this. One of them specifically about Jesus Christ. So I I was very moved by this. I do think it's slow. And when you watch The Irishman, I think where people are... If you hear anyone say that The Irishman is slow, tell them to watch this. Because <laughs> okay. if there's one element of a Scorsese three-hour movie that doesn't work, the movie does not work as a whole as an experience to watch. But I do think that there are so many things about this thing that he puts his heart and soul into it that made me moved by it. I will watch this again. I will absolutely watch this again, particularly for what it makes me feel about how I feel about my relationship to God. It is about, and it's not about everyone. It's about people of true, absolute, unfiltered faith. People who have given up every single bit of their lives to faith. Everything. Buddhists, monks, highest priests. It's about people like that. It's not every day, but it does talk about the struggles that people have with faith in general. But on an extreme level, it's not about the church. It's not about your collar. It's not about how the people see you when you exercise them of their sins. It's that you feel God in you. You have no pride. You don't need vanity to show it to others. So at the end of the film, when that same motherfucker who keeps betraying him asks him again, he does what he feels as a priest is right. Not because... There's a moment in the movie where he forgives him and, and there's a voiceover. He's like, God would what, what, God would never like this guy. This guy's a piece of shit. Fuck this guy. You're forgiven of your sins. And then he walks away and you're like, what are you really truly believing? And, and when this movie was over and it was uh, presented to famous filmmakers, Terrence Malick of Tree of Life walked up to Scorsese and said, what does Jesus want from us? a question asked in the movie and I thought I thought it was very beautiful and how it tried to present that I wish it had somebody else in the lead role for it to be a more entertaining experience as a film but what it has to say is important and cannot be ignored and again proves that the guy at fucking 70 years old is a masterful filmmaker it's beautiful it's, it's fucking beautiful so oh, that's how old he is now he's 79 right now Holy this shit. movie came out in like 2006. 16. Silence? I'm sorry, 2016. We were on. I, I, like, we were at the theater. I was about to yeah, say that. We all, you guys started the theater when this came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the main thing that we wa that I watched that I wanted to talk about with Peter was Killers of the Flower Moon, the new Scorsese that just came out. Mm. Um, uh, I've. If I would say within the last 10 years, Scorsese's made four major fiction films. Mm -hmm. He made Wolf of Wall Street, which most people argue is his, might be his best film because it is his most entertaining 
It's the funniest one he's made. All the pieces come together in such an amazing way, particularly lead performances. There's an amazing lead performance, but there's amazing side people with him too. It's really fun to watch that movie. But I would say, I think The Irishman is a better movie, but they're both masterpieces for what they do. I think Silence is the weakest of the four. This, I, I, I think this might, I think this might be better than all of them. Wow. It's it was really good, man. It's really hard because I just watched it, but out of all of the three that I just I've watched Wolf way too many times to need to watch it again, and I listened to a podcast to it recently, so it's been in my mind. But out of all four of them, having watched them so closely or been involved with them so closely, this is the one that I immediately want to watch again right now. It's the one that I... I and it's not a good time. Don't ever watch it. <laughs> like, I asked you to watch Oppenheimer because it was a director you love working in a realm in a genre of films that you just... This is just need, sad, You man. needed to watch an adult movie by a filmmaker that's made nothing but blockbusters to mm. prove that there's a line between them. And I understood that in asking you to do that, I was asking you to rub against one of your biggest existential fears, which is nuclear war, which is in there. And that film... Doesn't have the happiest endings no. in terms of how that character views his act within that world he's in. I don't think the movie says we're all going to burn. I think he says the guy who created the bomb thinks that's what's going to happen. That's that's, the that's what I feel. That's what I'm slowly coming around. Exactly. For. So this movie is darker than that. Please don't ever watch it. Okay. It is horrific. It has it's no fucked. quarrels. It's fun. You spend. Three hours with true fucking evil. Unbelievable, unaltered, human evil. This movie is about how evil maneuvers, lies to itself, sleeps in your fucking bed with you. It is a film noir in that way. It is Chinatown. Ugh. No light. There's like maybe one little bit of a hopeful thing that happens, but even <laughs> then you're like, sorry, oh God, it's awful. It is awful what happened in this. It's fucking horrific. And there's a lot of people who talk about, I'm not, I know that there's, I, there are people who talked about the fact that it is not the Osage people making this movie, but it's not about the Osage people. It's about the people who fucking murdered them. It is about them. It's about how evil they are, how just... It doesn't humanize them. It proves that they are human. Which is scary. It's terrifying. It's how the world works. And it's horrifying. It is a movie about how hundreds, hundreds of... Like, it's a movie about how hundreds of white people maneuvered and murdered countless of, of natives. And the person who, who orchestrated all of it was their best friend, a guy who had built them hospitals, schools, loved them, them, thought like was in their big meetings to hire. I'll give thousands of dollars to figure out who's murdering all these people. That guy. It's horrific. It's a movie about a guy slowly killing his wife's family and then wanting to kill his wife, but he still loved her. Yeah. The mental gymnastics you have to do to, like, still love someone, but to want to murder them. There are movies that do this kind of thing that are famous, like Notorious by Alfred Hitchcock, which is a reference point. There are Monty Cliff movies like A Place in the Sun about a guy, a drifter who goes to a town, gets a job, meets a woman. They kind of fool around. 
he meets the boss's daughter and they really hit it off and then he gets a promotion and the guy fooled around the girl he fooled around with earlier is pregnant and that's going to ruin everything so he takes her on a boat in a lake things don't end well there either a lot of monty cliff movies like that are a big big influence on this one so yeah the gore is amazing it's beautiful its pace is nuts Right out the gate, you know what's going to happen. You just are so... You're glued. You're glued so shocked seat. about where it ends up. So, I've, I've thought about this movie for... The, I, I, since we saw it. Since man. we saw it, I can't stop thinking about it. Um, they're pretty close to what happens in real life. But i got to say the thing that a lot of people have been talking about is a great fucking article um, by Patrick Wilson, Wilson... Patrick Willem's friend, Sidorak... Uh, Sidra, I don't, I can't pronounce his last name, but he's very into wrestling, and he mm. very and he does a lot of Indian films too. He's an incredible writer, I follow him on on X. He wrote an article about the end of this movie that I haven't read yet, but that everyone is glowing about. But the last ten minutes, everyone's gone, everyone's dead. They tell the story of what's happened years later in a radio show, and at the very end, it's the Martin Scorsese walks up as a player of the radio show and describes the very end of everything and it it takes everything that you've watched from three hours so personally so horrifically and it condenses it to this nice, nice little a 20 cute, minute radio a cute show little, with the cute little radio show with sound effects like buttercast style and it's all meant to sell the fbi all of it is meant to sell the fbi and what it did which all it really did was maybe charge and solve four murders out of over a hundred it is dark. It is uncompromising. And it yeah. explains how yeah. evil works in a world where evil exists. And I loved it. Loved every bit of it. Like, Martin Scorsese is known for making movies about... He makes movies about people that are so evil because he was raised to believe that anyone can be forgiven for their sins. Scorsese is an, uh, like he wanted to be a priest at age six. He's an unbelievably Catholic person. So his movies that he makes about terrible people is about these guys are the ones that are going to be forgiven by God. He's not saying God doesn't exist. He's like, this is the world. Silence to him is a movie about necessary faith despite in spite of your experience. Necessary faith. That's a very important word before the word faith in that meaning of that for that film. He believes in God. He believes there's a reason why God exists. He does not understand why they exist. He doesn't understand why they've maneuvered so effectively in this world. And he does not want us to forget who the victims are. That's why he made this movie. It's a movie about standing around and allowing racism to happen when it's not happening to you. Compromising. Uh, when when do good men do nothing? When do they do worse? How does that even work? Loved it. Fucking loved it. So I do... I think a movie like Silence in terms of its thematics is really great for you. I think a movie like Departed, you are going to love The Departed, Chris. You know, your entire review, and I was thinking back across all the Scorsese movies that I personally know of... Mm -hmm. Is there even one that I could probably swallow? And then you brought up The Departed, and I'm just like, okay, it's me. Okay, there, okay, so 
Because I think I choke on this one. <laughs> there, this is a movie not for you. The Silence is a movie that I think really plays with faith in a way that you, as a man of faith, would really be interested in. Last Temptation of Christ? I've never seen it. Would love to watch it with you. Um, but Hugo is about film. It's a children's film. Fuck, I forgot he made Hugo. Uh, an age, the Age of Innocence is a period piece with Daniel Day-Lewis falling in love. Um, the Aviator is about Howard Hughes. I would love for you to watch The Aviator. Gangs of New York is on our wheel. Um, but The Departed. The Departed, you will love. It is about... It is very close to... to um, in my opinion, The Raid 2 is just The Departed, but with action scenes. There's a lot of hard-boiled in The Departed. Hard-boiled. Amazing cast. Really funny. We're talking Mark Wahlberg, Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack Nicholson, Alec Baldwin, all being funny with Boston accents. Mm. You are going to love The Departed. King mm. of Comedy is amazing. Taxi Driver, you need to see. It's an important film. It has to be seen. Okay. Do I think that you're going to like... It's it, The Joker is basically the taxi driver, but with the Joker. Like, there's a lot of comparisons yeah. to what they are. So, like, you've had some step into that. You've had Taxi Driver life. Raging Bull is probably Diet the most... Taxi Driver. <laughs> Raging Bull is probably the most technically proficient um, uh, Scorsese movie, but I don't think you need to watch Raging Bull. I think there are things about it you need to watch, but that is a film that even most critics nowadays are like, it's not... It's not a fun watch. And it isn't. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible lead character, but it's one of the best performances. A movie's made by him. And then lastly, uh, After Hours. After Hours is really fun. After Hours is about a guy who goes through New York and just keeps meeting the wrong women. <laughs> and it's very funny. Um, it's aged very well. Um, really silly movie. Uh and Goodfellas is his best movie he's ever made. You need to watch Goodfellas. There's no reason on God, God's green earth that you love film and have not seen Goodfellas. So, it's a great one, man. The Departed you will love. I think you'll really enjoy that movie. But he is, along with Spielberg, the most important living filmmaker, period. Along with the Spielberg, Spielberg, Tarantino, and the Coens, are, they are absolute people. Paul Thomas Anderson I put up there too, but yeah. he may not like everything he makes. But those other guys are, there are requirements, requirements to understand American film. Um, but this is not for you. It's, it's really sad. I, I does this not is not well. for you. Like if you thought Oppenheimer, like I'm glad oh, you tested man. yourself because that is a movie about what happens when you are excited about what you're doing, but don't understand it. And like on a big level of science or like important people in history, it's fun to watch that. Kills of the Flower Moon was fucking disturbing in a way that I really enjoyed mm. for watching film noise that I had. It, it, there's nothing wrong with, in my opinion, showing the world, showing the people who refuse to see this kind of evil, how this works. You need to be aware that this shit is going on. So it happened, man. I love that it was in it the hands often. of this man. Uh, God damn, so many good scenes. Yeah, I really, so I really want to watch scenes. it again. I wanted more. I wanted it to be longer than three hours. I would have watched so much more of it. It's horrifying. It's fucking horrifying. None of this violence is entertaining. It's not meant to be. It's callous. It's quick. It's real. Uh, I, 
Watching something like Schindler's List, Chris, I think you can watch that movie despite it having equally horrifying murders in it as this movie. But that is a movie about a man learning his humanity. You want with him to learn. It, the uh, movie spends way more time with the victims by the end. You understand that these victims are important. In this film, nope. Nope. You are with the killers. You are there with them every step of the way, no matter how dumb they are, how fucking stupid they are, it doesn't matter. You think America at that time gave a shit about a bunch of natives dying? There are people who conspired for the murders on the jury at the end of the trial. In the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. With the parade of the Ku Klux Klan. It was amazing. I loved it. I loved it. I think the argument here in my mind right now is who has a better lead performance between him and Killian. I don't know. Like, DiCaprio obviously was better in Wolf, but... Dude, he is so... He, I, I think the closest comparison with him and Scorsese is Shutter Island. Because that's another story about a man who actually did kill his wife. So, I... Shutter Island was really good, too. Very close to Shutter Island in terms of performances, but I thought he was nuts. Lily Gladstone will be nominated for an Oscar. She may even win. But uh, De Niro will probably be nominated. I don't think he'll win, but he is phenomenal in this. Just uncompromisingly evil. Um, And DiCaprio... In his voice, I wasn't expecting the voice that came out of him with this performance. For De Niro? Yeah. Yeah. I really like his voice. He's really, really, like, just... Because you know how, like, raspy he is quietly. just as a person? He's the devil. And he's just kind of like, you know what, this is me, how you doing? But in this movie, he's he's closer to, like, uh, um... God, who do you guys... What's his name? He was the priest and devil all the time. It was, um... Oh, God, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I forget the the character's name, but it's it's our new Batman. Oh yeah, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Yeah, oh. but I forget that I forget the character's name. But it was really high up here, like this. This is really disgusting. Yes. But De Niro's like in between De Niro so like, and that guy. So is it like an inverted um, Eddie Redmayne and a Jupiter Ascending? No, 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 no. He never yells. He's, no, he's calm and he's like he's a, your grandfather. He's a super narcissist. He's your sweet Southern grandfather who's got a glass of tea right here. What are you doing? Do you like women? Are you a fan of that? Are you a fan of that uh, that Molly over there? You should go say hi to that Molly. You should drive her around. Maybe you should drive her around real quick. Then you should marry her. Here, and take this. her money. Sign and this. murder her entire family. And then get her sick. And slowly poison her to death. You should do that. All of those things. Why'd you blow up her sister's house and murder her sister? Why'd you go do that? But he does. Over and over and over again. Dude. Loved it. Loved it. This was... This is probably the most... It will not win an Oscar for Best Picture. You don't give Best Picture to this. The, the last time they gave something to this as nihilistically was Parasite, and before them was No Country for Old Men. Yeah, this Parasite is, was This is pretty close to the nihilism of No Country for Old Men, which is like, there's no help you can give this world. Why even try? It's... They won't give an Oscar to this for Best Picture. It, they should. This is my favorite picture. Poor Things is probably a good contender for the third best picture outside of Oppenheimer, but this is my favorite. I would watch this immediately again. I, I, I loved Oppenheimer. I would watch that again. I would immediately watch this again after watching it. I would turn it immediately back on. I loved it. Every bit of it. Killers of the Flower Moon. Don't ever watch it.
I won't. It's no, been I'm... it has been blacklisted in my I, I really <laughs> in my brain. I like do not dude, you do not want to swim in this people's heads. This isn't this is like good time. Like no, it's my job was you open don't want to be that, movie. you don't want to get in that head, you don't want to get in these people's heads. Like don't. Don't ever do it. You don't like it's important that people who are willing to tap into this can do that, but it, this is not for you. This it's it isn't like everyone like I can't make the argument that everyone should see this, but I think everyone in a way should see this. But it is what happened. It is how we treat these things. The people who write history are the ones who won. It's. I don't want to sit here and say that I'm entertained by all the natives that were murdered in this film. I, it makes me unsettled. Sounds like it you makes are. me happy that the movie knows who is making it. Like the Martin Scorsese is the last person who talks in this movie for a reason. And he's saying, I can't make a movie about Osage people and what they felt. What I can do is make a movie about how white people did this all the time. That's what he can do. And he did it uncompromisingly. Like, people need to look in the abyss sometimes because it is staring back at them constantly. I loved it. Another masterpiece. He's not done. He has like one or two more films. The deepest hole hole you can look into is the mirror. Uh, and, lies, and my asshole. The but. lies that I wow. tell myself because the of the privilege that I have. What? Your asshole in the mirror? No. Did How you? do you look at your own asshole? Now this just makes me think that Michael Jackson. No, you squat down. No, so you get one of those like those smaller mirrors, and then you squat so you down the floor. You can't look at your own asshole through a mirror. You have yeah. to. Mm. So like you get down. So it's and a twofer. Then, yeah. You're looking into the mirror and your asshole. Yeah, I find it better than sticking a tube. With a camera on the end, just straight in there. It's more efficient. All you have to do is just plunge your hands in there and then spread. Kills of the Flower Moon. Loved it. I mean, would you rather think about that imagery or whatever the fuck you saw in this? this? Okay. This. So, Peter, um, I just thought, what was the last... Do you have any favorite Scorsese's? Do you ever think... Of, I think we watched Gangs not I don't know if I ever, ever like put them on a list so no I mean I I yeah no Skull Island I guess was oh what oh what, what what's the island movie Shutter Island thank you Shutter Island I really like that one but no I've never thought about ranking these it's not about rankings do you have a favorite because he has so many like you can, I'm ranking the last four he's made within the past ten years because all of them are arguably masterpieces. But he's he's been around since '69. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever thought about a favorite of his. I love every single one that he's made. No, yes, he has very answer. few bad ones. Taxis. It's just he's the kind of filmmaker filmmaker where you really could go good. like he has the masterpieces and whether you like those or not they are considered masterpieces. Then there's your personal favorites and then there's just like which ones are good and fun to watch. Like mm-hmm. he just has so many and they're so varied that I I just think his whole career is really interesting. There's still a bunch that I haven't seen that I just want to get around to now because I've watched more movies. But I really love Bringing Out the Dead. I love The Aviator. I think I've wa- I've watched The Aviator so many times. I can't wait for Chris to watch Gangs. And one of the biggest Gangs is not aged well for a lot of people. 
But well, I really wanted to see it for because it's the first step in like the new direction that he was doing. Like he was doing like smaller whatever films, mm. and then when games came along, he's like millions of dollars. Daniel Day Lewis, I'm building a giant set. It's 1850. We're burning down buildings. Like this is an epic. Mm-hmm. And I think since then he hasn't really stepped back from that. Maybe Shutter, Not really. maybe Shutter Island a little bit, but I think everything else has been a, an epic in some regard. Yeah. But before that, his movies were a lot smaller and a lot more personal, a lot more interesting. Like I can't it's wait. A for fair you to point. See. I didn't really think about that. After Hours and Kings of Com and King of Comedy are two movies I need you to see eventually at some point in your life. But I want you, Chris, to see the spectacle that he turned into when twenty when two thousand two came up. So like. You, you need to see Wolf, you need to see Departed, and you need to see Aviator just for the sheer fact that I think all of those movies over the last 23 years are phenomenal in some way. Like, the DiCaprio-Scorsese run, it's amazing. So, Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. So far, my favorite movie of the year. Those flowers have been killed. It was my most anticipated movie of the year, and it absolutely delivered. Absolutely. Fire Moon has been murdered. Shit, um, was, shit was an epic. So fucking good. Alright. Uh, okay, I guess we should... Should I mention the change now, or should I wait till after the break? Um, the no, break no. is just a frame. I say, we do it, I say we do it at the end, because people who would listen to now are still very used to the fact that we'll break. Oh, okay. Alright. Um, okay, let's take a break then. I guess uh, make a noise, guys. Hope you like it, because this is the last time you're hearing it. Get around. I'm glad we're playing this in full. It feels like longer than a minute. And we're back. It's like that fade out? Yes, I did. Yeah. I'm glad you thought of it now on the yeah. last movie. Yeah. Yeah, fade out. Yep. It's just the volume. Yep. And then I turn my phone off. Okay. Um, Bionicle the Legend Reborn. We are wrapping up Bionicle. This wacky trip through this fucked up is this, place. Is this the fourth, third or fourth time we've hit a franchise that at some point we got stalled by the universe from yep. finishing? That almost was, every, almost every one. It man. happened with Turtles for sure. Yes. I think we stalled Bob. No, I don't count Turtles because that continued in various other ways. In what ways? 
But it's been, like, no, there was I know it's been... Re- it took, like, fucking months It took us forever to get to that third. It was, like, a month or yeah. some shit. Oh, that's what you meant. That's what I mean, like... I thought you meant the franchise itself. No, we keep running into, like, three ep- three movie-long franchises we, and taking, like, six months to finish them. We barreled through Harry Potter like it was nothing. Something it was about... crazy! We were so lucky! Something about... Oh, the pig... Well, I, I couldn't make it to one because I got stuck. Something about what I... Something about what I call, what I am now calling the pink sweater lord. It just doesn't want, like, the overlord, pink sweater overlord. Uh, that's a band name. That is a band name. That is our band name. No, that is our band name. Fuck you. Okay, all right, let's do this. Pink sweater overlord. That's what it is. I agree. Fuck you. That's great. Um, That's how you know he's excited. Fuck you. So, Overlord, one word? Or do you want it to be two words? Uh, one word. Yeah. Create less confusion. It's like Mara on the main cell. You don't want four words in your band name. Um, so, unless you're 30 seconds to Mars, I guess you get away with it. Shut up. Can I talk again? <laughs> podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. You're not talking on. It's named after you. A podcast. It's a podcast. After you're talking on, it's got your name on it. Chris Rose is a size flower. Does it open up for just anyone? You tell the tissue up. Watch it with subtitles is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Close your legs, Paul. Uh, way to go, Bionicle Boy. There you go. I didn't know what to do, Bionicle Boy. Oh, sorry, Peter. Hang on. Let me uh, just. Uh, we are not doing basic instinct, but somebody could do it. <laughs> um, so we're finally finishing Bionicle Boy after what feels like an eternity. I think the Pink Sweater Overlord just doesn't want us to leave quite yet because it just really likes you, Peter. It's like Thanos and death. Just lingers? No, th- that relationship. You know how, like, oh, Thanos yeah. and death were in the comics? Yeah. Yeah, like, kind of like I just don't know who's who yet. Who's if who? you're Thanos and the Overlord's death, or the Overlord is Thanos and you're death. I think we trade. I can be Dom, man, so. Death is definitely the Dom in that relationship. Yeah, Yeah, because Thanos is a simp for death. Yes. So you're asking me, and I'm just giving you my answer. You you already have a girlfriend. Yeah, no. Anyway, this one all about hypotheticals and shit. I'm just saying, I want it out the way. What else is happening? I'm trying trying to open her third eye. All right. In this room. She did it probably in another room, right? No, she saw it in this room. She got me open my legs. Probably opening up her eye in the other room. 
Yeah, but it happened in here. Whatever she fucking Whatever saw was, was in, in here. here. What is in here? Yeah. Anyway. Which, by the way, is cool. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, yeah. we're cool with it. Yeah, yeah. So despite the... So despite my depression... C. Both of you getting COVID. D. What else kept us? There's something else. You getting homework, Peter. C. Yeah. You bring no, that was you bringing Poppy to life yeah. and haunting me forever. Yeah. So like you make another Poppy thing. Oh god. Where he kills somebody. Well the next assignment Probably me. The next assignment is two talking characters. So now I can grab two two characters from the Buttercast and Yay! have them talk. Which is literally Poppy twice, and Bonnie Reese. <laughs> literally twice the amount of work that I did in one week. I mean he does ride Bonnie Reese for a while. Wait, you have to do all that in one week again? They don't give, he doesn't give you two weeks? John doesn't fuck around, man. Fuck! But also, you've made Poppy, so you should have to make something else. And Mappo is really easy to make. Ragnar is super easy to make. Yeah, and there's no lens on that motherfucker. Yeah, no, he's a fucking square. Alex, it may just be you and me next week. <laughs> uh, well, I, if, I would say if you're going to make Ragnar, just look at the brave little toaster and you're good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, Poppy, well, technically, Poppy has drawn almost all the characters, so I have some form of reference. It's true. Right. Like, yeah. Poppy, okay, he's half the work rat. is done. Poppy's already made. Rat. All of his mouth movements are done. He's tally. Yeah. Like, like yeah, all that work is already done. You're right, so, you're so if I have a character that's with Poppy, then yeah, I could. All you I, have to do. I drew Poppy at a front facing, not three quarters, so it's going to be really hard to make them look like they're talking to each other unless the camera's like right. Shoulder over shoulder. Yeah, something. Yeah. Um, but even then, they would be angled. Anyway, Bionicle. Um, guys, again, we're stalling. <laughs> we're stalling, yeah. Definitely. Technicalities. Technicalities. All right, okay. We're going so, for eight and a half minutes. All right, so Chris, last movie we watched that was says. actually before the ending of the second movie, which is actually the ending of the... Uh, yeah, can we stop for a second? No, can we figure out this timeline real quick? Okay, it's gonna get worse. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want a whiteboard? Because it's, it's it's gonna get fucking worse. Right. Okay. So there's a second movie, mm-hmm. and then right up until the last two minutes, which is a prequel to the first movie. Yes. It's so it's technically the first. Now movie. I'm trying to tell this chronologically. Okay, so the and make movie, Peter squirm. Second, second movie, movie third movie. First movie, fourth movie. Yeah, stop. That's wrong. Second movie until the last two minutes. Then the third movie. Then the last two minutes of the second movie. Then the first movie. And then God knows wherever the fuck this was. (laughs) Okay. Which is clearly after. This is last. This is after. This is last. This is after. Okay. This is after. Just making sure. Because Matsunui had to had to come a mask, and then that mask shot into another planet. Which none of it is explained how that happened. I have, I have, I have like fourteen bullet points on this one. I took fucking notes. Okay. Um, which uh, is on. Be careful how you move yes. the phone here. Yes. Okay. Uh, it doesn't vibrate on touch. It does vibrate on touch. That's fucking. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, everyone. Yep. There. Okay. I almost pulled it up. Where is it? Oh, oh my god. god. So I want to say first off. There it is, right there. So I'm not going to say anything about the directors here. They would go on to do the Hero Factory episodes that didn't go anywhere. They made a couple Barbie movies. They made a sequel to Rock Dog, which I didn't watch. 
Uh, I had plenty of time to watch all this shit. I watched the episodes of Hero Factory. Why I was like, I'm done. 15 bullet points. Wow. He makes, they make very, just, they're not terrible, but they just kind of wash over my mind. There's no substance. Yeah. It doesn't look terrible, but I'm just, it's, it's, it's just, like no, it's Nilla wafers. It man. really is bread. It's just like, you want some bread? Here's some bread and some water. There you go. You can survive now. It's toasted? Nope. Oh, nope. No! You thought it was toasted? It was wheat. I'm sorry. That's There's some powder on it for texture, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's about it. Um, so I'm not going to talk about the directors. Fuck that shit. Um, Chris, <laughs> I love it when he does this. Uh, Chris, let's get into your response to this movie after the third movie. We've got chronological. Do you want me to play it? Or you, you should probably. You should, you should start this. Just start it. Okay. We have time. We're gonna Three, two, one, sure. go. Yeah. How did you feel when the giant robot stood up and destroyed Matanui? Fucking what? Is what I did. Oh my god. What? No, no. I was like, fucking what? Oh, what? Got you. I wept laughing. I gotta. It's shocking to me, too. It's very shocking to me as well. No uh, bridge, no explanation. Yeah. Gone. Okay. Eternal. It's crazy. He got eternal. He got eternal real fast. It's hard not to. I think they took from the Eternals. No. Pro, but yeah, because the Eternals existed well before my eyes. Okay. All right. But it's, there's a possibility that I'll let you meant the movie. Um, the movie. Movie Eternals. But yeah, it's pretty shocking. You're off by a decade there. Stands the fuck up. Matanui's gone and everyone's inside and they're like, woohoo, we're in a robot now. We're going <laughs> to kick some ass now. Um, and then apparently Makuta's around. He steals. We're going to kick Makuta's ass. They say it's Makuta, do they? No. They say that he was taken over. He was betrayed. Betrayed by his brother? Did they even say that? No. Ugh, they don't even say who the bad By guy. one of his own, I guess is what he says. Place. It's fucking crazy. Um, I don't and then he shoots off title. into space into another planet. That's and the then there you go. the embodiment oh, yeah, of Mata Nui exists as a bionicle. That, those key moments right there are pretty fucking nuts, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then everything <laughs> after that is basically, in my opinion, the plot of the second movie. Right? Like, they go to an auditorium, someone's yep. betraying everybody. Yep. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's the second it for fucking a... movie. Finally clicked. Like, click. Did you hear my brain just snap? That's... Right? It just popped. It's the same fucking thing. Now, the difference between this and Robot Jobs... Peter, I don't know how to feel about this. ...is that this movie makes <laughs> it clear. Okay, so the, so Matanui is on another planet. They're biotical-looking. Yes. And... With weird shoulders. It turns out that they are a planet that had a giant robot tube that collapsed due to war and yeah. has been separated into pieces. There are factions now, and the evilest factions are starting to work together to murder all the good people and no one knows why this is happening. Matanui decides to take the time to solve this because it is somehow all connected to the giant robot that he was all kicked out of. That's overall everything. That's pretty much what it is, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. 
That's the difference between robot jocks is that there's apparently a society that they can solve in some degree. But they solve it through gladiatorial... It ends like the first movie. The game that they play at the beginning of the movie is the thing that they play at the end. That wins everything. That's the same reason... It's more or less the same reason that the Hunger Games exists. Yes. Yeah. To solve disputes, I guess. Solve disputes Is that what it's for? Sport. I don't know. Gladiator- like, take the gladiatorial out, it's just a sport. A yeah. sport defines everything. Right. Um, like rollerball. Exactly. Night vision. Exactly. Um, <laughs> they're just about to do rollerball. They, they actually just filmed the live episode of How Did This Get Made, Rollerball 2004, and I cannot wait to hear it. I okay. cannot fucking wait. Uh, it's going to be great. I can't believe it's taken them this long to do it. Um, so, the okay, so I want to get into your points, but the last yes. things I would say in terms of what I think is good about this, voices are great. I think it actually does. I think the animation does have more texture to it, but it's not much different than the other ones. I really like the voices. Uh, okay. The, the, his best friend, Matanui's best friend. A car? Not a van? <laughs> <laughs> a car. Thank you. So, uh, Damn it. Or a bus. A car is uh, classically... <laughs> a it's a new around. Andor. <laughs> he's, been in the, he's done a lot of voice work. He's like the bad guy, uh, the bad dude. In, in oh, yeah. This, this this is a loaded cast. Loaded cast. Um, in the voice acting world. That's... A, that's I mean, that's... For me, that's, that's about it. I mean, I like... I like giant robots. That's pretty fun. Super fighting robots. Uh, did you notice that his mask is the Matanui robot? Yes, that's in, one of the first things I noticed. The, right out, the mask of life is excuse the me robot. Yeah, he's in a he's in a you see cross. The legs? He's in Jesus Christ pose. The legs are the mouth, the eyes are the arms, and then he has his head on his forehead. It it took me this movie to realize it because I had seen the mask. You'll see his face throughout the whole movie, but yeah, you can't escape it. Um, he's pretty fucking. Strange, that Mach Nui, right? Yeah. He's got, like, no personality. It's pretty boring. Really fucking boring. One would say... Yeah, there it is. There's Jesus right there. Fuck off, movie! It's a, dude, that's the actual Lego piece. I love that these are, like, huge... Fuck off, Bionicle. Okay, I like, want everybody to so... pause for one second. That mask has existed well before this movie. By the way, we did this not... This mask has existed since... After the third movie, we did not pause physically. The movie, by the way, he's just pausing the conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you. I thought you wanted me to pause. Actually, no, no, no. The, this this fucking mask has existed well before this movie. So don't blame the movie for that mask. Yeah, that no, mask no. was actually a hint to gonna, what the story would we, be. We're gonna explain what led to this in a second. I just want to talk about the movie for a while. I want to get to your points, and if your points talk about what the lore explains to this point, that's sure. The movie maybe. The movie, what this is supposed to do, Chris, is be a, a trilogy of films that explain everything that happened before the first movie, mm-hmm. everything that happens after this movie, mm-hmm. and then also the end of all of Bionicle that involves the Makuda. Makuda! And that is a lot to do in three movies. Do I think that they would have succeeded after this film? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. It would have just gotten weirder. I don't think they would have nailed it, considering all the things that I know now that would have been so much cooler. 
Um, so th- those are my points. That's how I feel. What did you, what are yours? Okay, here we go. Fifteen. Yep. Bullet points. Same thing as a uh, uh, norm of the north with me. It's okay. The first few points are already what we've already uh, gone over. Just just say them all. Just say them all. Uh, so my first one was. Uh, for, <laughs> I'm losing it. Uh, so my first one is. So is like everyone dead? What a reboot. Betrayed by who exactly? Thank you. But, okay, so. <laughs> They're checkboxes on Google Keep. It's so. Makuta, but they don't say Makuta Teradax, but they don't say it. So I didn't really see the whole like he gets uh come shot in space. Um But I guess I didn't see it fully because my next note was wait, he left the galaxy too? I don't think he left the galaxy. No, there's a shot where he's leaving the entire Milky fucking way. Did he? Yes! Are they really that far away? Because that yes. is never the... Is that the lore? I, I That's what was visually shot. I don't know the light year distance between them. I think this movie exaggerates it, in my personal opinion. I always thought that they, were, they weren't neighboring planets, but they were... The whole point of, of the spirit robots is that they travel across the universe to look for habitable worlds. And then they all they do is they just study them. Yeah, but I, I I thought when he was coming back, that's when they shut him down and he crash landed, and that's when they thought that they were all on Montanui on the all on the entire water planet. No, he just he just at one point just stopped working on that planet, and all those movies take place on that planet. I thought Bakuda crashed in there. The whole point is that he he. They, those robots go to planets to study them, and they have a camouflage, so they don't, you know, like, yeah. stir anything up. But that's when Makuta but put my, him to sleep. But, but uh, my he point didn't, he is... He didn't crash on them. My point is, at this point, though, when they, when they, when they... It's not that he crash-landed, it's that he fell asleep on he that He willingly planet. went to that like, planet. What, if you look at the Duckworks things, like, the picture is of him literally falling asleep and crashing into the water he planet. Man. But, like, from what I understood is that from that point on, that's when the first few islands show up and the culture shows up and everything. So wouldn't he be getting up after they've all discovered that and be getting up off that planet that's, like, next to the other one? What? Okay. <laughs> but he lands on that you planet. Explain the other planet. The, but the other planet is what it was one planet. It's this one. It was one planet and it broke up Very into three. Bad. Yeah, they broke into three places. One with all water, one that's all desert, one that's forest and ice. And the it landed on the all water one, which means next to it is the all desert one. So when he's getting up from the Star island, Wars? Shouldn't he be just going to the other place next to it? You wouldn't have to go to another galaxy, right? I'm con- I'm confused as you are. I think I'm- you're confusing me more. When he lands on the no, planet, no, I understand. I just I don't just... have an answer for you now because you've made me second guess my entire belief system of what what the lore is. If that's what I'm saying, if the t- I'm going to ask Austin the exact Tella same question, and, like, <laughs> and Takua and all those people were on the entire water planet, I didn't think it was the water planet. I thought it was just a different planet. No. No. Why is it a sphere then? 
Because <laughs> you wanted to be a cube they, like they, Minecraft? It, like it yeah. broke into three different parts and the three different parts are spheres. I don't know how that necessarily works, but it did. Gravity, I guess, formed them all together. I don't know, but like there's so much shit. Like basically Makuta Teradax takes over all the Makuta and when he does that, that's when he puts him to sleep in the first place. But he doesn't put it entirely to sleep. He doesn't have all the power. Like, that's why he's just there. And they're like, oh, the spirit of Matanui. Like, there's... No, they don't know what's inside. Nothing's working. So, like, he should be leaving that and going literally, like, next door, planet-wise. It, de- it depends on how, you know... Let me think here. Th- these characters that we've been watching, they can... Like, their lifespan is, like, thousands of years. Like, it's a long, 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 long time before Mm -hmm. they even die naturally. It's usually they die in battle or Uh they turn into a Turagra and then they're like, all right, I'm just going to kill myself. Oh, so they're Vikings. Okay. So, when, when the planet split apart into the other elements and broke apart, those chunks are traveling away from each other. Light speed. Like... Really fucking fast. I guess that's fair. But I don't think it... I never thought it was as far as they portrayed it in this film. I think they that's just made fair. it... They just made it look like a spectacle. It's not going to look cool if it's just a black background and it goes to the neighboring planet. It's not going to look cool. They want to put purple space sparks and stars and debris in there and make him look like he's going to another place. I mean, yeah, it won't matter when they get the giant robot working again and fly back to wherever. Yeah. And they, they then they fly fly his ass back there and bitch slaps and they fight. So it begs the question, were they ever going to talk about the reason Matanui was a robot that landed on another place in the first place? Were they ever going to talk about the great beings or any of that at all? I think in they these were. three movies. Not in these movies. That's no, what I'm talking about. We're just talking about the movies. No, like, these movies are trash. I don't know. They're not going to focus on anything is, cool. Is, that's why I'm focusing on something that happens in this movie. It's a movie. Po- okay. <laughs> how in three movies, and I agree they were never going to succeed, but how in three movies were they going to explain everything that led to Matanui being a giant robot landing there <laughs> and causing an entire race of people to live on an island and be like, why the fuck are we There's robots no on an way. island? Okay, Chris, here's what happened. <laughs> Okay. All right. I didn't. I'm, no, no, no. You know finish your points. Finish I'm two points. points in. Finish your points. <laughs> I was to say. Okay. So, yeah, that was a very, that was a very but weird. Yeah, he uh, sips very far away outside of the galaxy. Yes. You are correct. Um, I made a comment on Matanui's uh, shoulders. They are very distracting. They I'm are. pretty sure they clip against each other oh, they, at they, some they, point. They, they clip they, through each other. They uh, do a lot of crazy things. You go in the ground often. Um, I made fun of his voice. Um, <laughs> it's, it's him. His voice is good, but he is. Yeah. His character has no character. I must get back to. I it. am as white as vanilla. I have no personality. <laughs> I am good. a black man portraying a very vanilla white man. <laughs> I am Jesus Christ in bionicle form. It really is. Um, I am your savior. Scrawl. 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 Mm-hmm. Not scrawl. 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 I thought that was funny. I put a... A-L-L. Yeah. I, I put a U, but in uh, brackets. Um, it was... This next one's just a reminder to myself. Saturday morning cartoon vibes. Very much so. Safe. You had to keep... Up. Had to keep that in mind. Soft, soft. Very hard to do so. Soft as a baby's bottom. This... Not offensive. Um... 
So I noted that after this scene, when uh, Metis mm-hmm. um, talks to Matsunui in, uh, in, in uh, a car, not a van, um, <laughs> in uh, a car's uh, trunk, um, sorry, his cave. <laughs> Um, yeah, weird little man cave thing. Where he keeps all of his uh, trophies. Um, he should be keeping masks, not shields. Um, sorry, is... I'm sorry. I just thought of a cooler idea. They're not masks. I thought of a cooler idea they, than yeah, the movie in this did. World, they're um, not masks. They are their faces. They have no powers. They had, like they're powerless. So yeah. the, their masks are more helmets. That's why they go. I just watched you take Gresh's face off. That's why they go on top of the head and not on the face. If that makes sense. I'm sticking with my point. Um, yeah, that's fine. So, there's a conversation that they have, literally after the scene that we're watching, where uh, Metis walks in and is like, yeah, they're just so really into you. Guys, you're watching the same scene. They really want to pay for you. Um, You're watching the same scene I am, right? Yeah. Mm He gets his ass kicked. He gets his ass kicked for most of this. All he does is trip him and then hold a knife to his fucking throat. Mm -hmm. And... My exact note was, he gets his ass kicked for most of that, and people want to pay him. I'm like, no? Sorry, that was just an odd thing to point out. Like that. That's all he does. He gets his ass kicked for like 60 seconds. He didn't even have a real weapon. No. He did have a gigantic shield with the exact same blade as the sword. Still. But they didn't want to treat it like a weapon. But I think they, they saw him literally form the fucking weapon on his forehead. And they were like, uh, get that guy. Yeah. Okay. That guy can do some pretty magical shit. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, also, he seems dumb and, mani- and manipulative. Manipulatable. Gullible. Thank you. He could be easily persuaded into do something, which is, I think, what the bad guy is. I am a dumbass. Yes. He's, not, he, he's new to everything. He was like, oh, yeah. I was oh, just hey, born yesterday. I look for gladiatorial people. Oh, my God. Crazy. Like... He thinks he's an idiot, and Matsunui is kind of an idiot. Um, there's a point that I don't want to get to quite yet. Okay. Like, we're almost there, but I'll point it out when we get to it. Um, I disagree with the sound design. Interesting. I don't like the sound design. What would you do differently? Peter, they're metal bodies. Every time they hit them, it should sound like metal, not like an actual like Hollywood punch. Mm-hmm. Would, that's what they do this a movie lot does. of different things that are just make no fucking sense. It distracted me. Genuinely, it distracted me. The, the let me remember <clears throat> the especially the second movie. Um, even the first when they would put their masks on, they would sound like giant plastic Tupperware containers. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. It didn't sound like metal. Like they're made out of protodermis. Like right. They should be slamming like mixing bowls together. Like it. They made it sound instead of like this. They yeah. made it sound like this. Yeah. Stupid. And then they they brought that into into the this movie as well. So I completely agree with you. Yeah. Like they I just, sound like fucking metal. Yeah. I just could not. Well, actually, these guys are made out of bone, mm-hmm. for the most part. Mostly, yeah. Like they're like all their armors made out of like exoskeleton, rock, bone, mm-hmm. crap. I just so I get I get that, but a Hollywood punch isn't gonna sound like that. It's still gonna sound like a hard surface. Um, hang on, I'm gonna. Move yeah, when he forms his mask, it sounds like Iron Man. 
Yeah. When his when his mask goes over his mouth, it's like. Yeah. So that point that. Contradictive. <laughs> so that point that uh oh, so glad I'm standing up. Like I didn't know how much legs though. Should, should we all stand or should we? No, no, no you're good. Okay. Um. Uh, no, 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 you're, you're real quick, real quick. Okay, no, I'm okay. listening. Okay. So real quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> pause it, pause it, pause it. <laughs> Who farted? They don't know. They don't know. They'll never know. Gosh. Who's the plane? No one knows. That stretch sounded really good. I mean. So they're talking in uh, a, a car, not a van, cave. Um, there's going to be a shot. Kina. Uh-huh. That's her character model right there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Just yeah, sitting she, there. She's she's just lingering and watching them. She's supposed to pop out from behind the corner. Mm-hmm. But instead, like, bam! So, wow. I noticed, yeah, I noticed that too. I think... Crazy guy. I sure hope you did, because you're the animation guy. I did not. For, from an animation standpoint... I I agree with their their choice of putting her in the door frame. That way, it's not jarring for the audience who are right. children to just the see idea a, of it. To just see a character come out of nowhere and be like, "I heard everything." When they could be like, "Oh, I see her. She's right there." But they obviously did this shit in post, and they blended her coming out of out of the shadows mm-hmm. with with her already standing there. So I think I think their initial idea was to have her in the back. Out of frame, and yeah, then yeah. she comes in. Right, the way the way she like morphs through her own silhouette is so weird. Yeah, but it was, it, just so... it was an after. It was an afterthought. Yeah, I noticed that immediately. I'm like, that did not line up. <laughs> how how did you animate that wrong? Um, there were two of her. So I just noticed that, and I'm just like, wait, that's her character model. Because I noticed that the first time when we watched it, and then I was just like. Not even moving. Yeah. It's just like a cutout. Yeah. Like not even not even textured. Like it's just a dark block. It's a silhouette. Silhouette. Yep. So I noticed that. Um, I talked about the sound design. Um, oh no, I wanted to move this one up. Uh, this one right here. Um, I really don't like how these models move. Like, it's all just so. Like, really exaggerated, and it's just, like, so, 
It's a, I know it's a cartoon, but it's just a little over the top for me. Like, it's too over-exaggerated. It doesn't feel... It's very theatrical. Yeah, it's very theatrical, but it's just, like, in a weird mm-hmm. way, though. I think I think they had to make up for that because their faces, even though that they do animate them, they're not as emotional as I want them to be. So I think, right. they, I think they were compensating with their body language. And I think it's... We talked about this earlier with Ahsoka, but, like, it's, like... Their eyebrows. I think there's a lot you can hide with... There's, like, a lot you can tell with eyebrows. Yeah. Like, we talk about, like, Tony Leung's eyes in fucking... Hard-boiled. And... Like, half of that's his brow. Like, it's just all that expression. Mm -hmm. And, like, these guys... you From a distance, you can't even see their eyebrow. Nope. And it's hard to tell what they're thinking. And even when it's an up-close shot... They don't even do anything with it. So you right. might stop doing up close shots. Stop doing like, like super intimate shots when you're not going to animate their faces to do anything. You yeah. might as well leave it, leave it um, panned out, and so we can see the actual background. Then right. there's no point. I don't. I can't read what they're doing or yeah. what they're thinking by their face if you're not going to animate their face. But like their movements, I was noticing when um, just Matanui. Jumping onto a log later on when they're at that one place, um, after they uh, visit uh, Kina's village, mm-hmm. um, he jumps onto a log with uh, all the rest of the uh, with Gresh in a car and uh, Kina, and it's just like this very exaggerated, just like small three foot leap, mm-hmm. and it's just like this. Huh. <laughs> it's just like um, God. I can't get past. Looking at it now, I can't get past the what Peter said the last time we watched this as a group. Mm-hmm. And it's the lighting. Lighting is fucking awful. Yep. Yeah. It never changes. Even when they were in the volcano fight, like there was some. It looked like there were overhead lights over above them. Yeah. Did they shoot this for real? Exactly. They put these, <laughs> right. they put these fuckers on a soundstage exactly. with like, lights and shit. Right. You see a boom pole. You had to see a boom pole dip out in the frame. Shoot this for fucking real. It is a choice to shoot it like this. Yeah. Like, that you right. deliberately made the lights look like that. Right. You would go through like. We, it was night when we, when we first see Matanui form. Mm-hmm. It was nighttime. Then it's daytime, and then later we go into like the, like the prophecy room, and, and like the, the <laughs> prophecy. I don't know. Like it the, is it. It's like the conjunction of all the different realms. Mm-hmm. We go in there, and it's all the same fucking lighting. No, it's just different colors. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's just really the movements. It's just. I can't no, really over, get I, with it. I agree. Theatrical and over-exaggerated. Yeah. It's just like... They knew they didn't have... And then it's over-exaggerated, but it's also stiff, too? Like, it's still, like, mechanical, too. It's, like, it's not even, like, natural, like, theatrical. Agreed. Like, even if they wanted to be, like, over, over-exaggerated, they, it's like, there's an art to perfect that. They did that with the other movies, too, so I don't know if they wanted to, like make make this movie feel like the other ones with mm-hmm. like the older style of because it like the other movies felt like a toy story thing where they're yeah. like it's a little too jittery and it's like exaggerated odd and that's what this movie feels like but this movie is fucking 2009 <laughs> right like it is years after the other ones came out and i don't know if it was a choice to do that or if they're just silly gooses um Okay, so 
Moving up the next point. Okay, so straight up Mad Max. This Mad, whole environment. Mad I just, Max, yes. Mad Max. It also reminds me very much of Lawrence of Arabia. Even how this scene ends. Yeah. Like the whole canyon cliff falling down. Yeah. It was just like Mad Max. Certainly, certainly, Road Warrior. Six years before it had, before it had a Road very Warrior road. and Thunderdome. Thunderdome had a Thunderdome, a gladiatorial pit. Mm-hmm. Fury Road had the canyon thing, had a canyon fight. So this was before then, but yeah, two canyon fights. So Fury Road was inspired by this movie. All right, so it's fact. I thought Fury Road was being storyboarded like ten years before this. Yeah, storyboarded well before this. Same storyboarders. Yes. Um same guys drawing it. So um I'm jumping ahead in the movie. That's fine. Quite a bit. We'll be um, minutes. So it's a short movie. First off, uh Barrick's the cokehead. Yeah. Now I'm not a thief, I'm just a collector, if you know what I mean. Um I'm blue, I'm blue for a reason. <laughs> He's very, if Steve Buscemi was a robot kind of thing. Ratchet. Same guy who voices Ratchet, Ratchet and Ratchet and Clank. That's right, you, do, you guys did call Same that. guy. Same guy who voices Obi-Wan in The Clone Wars. Oh my. Like, the guy's got range. Um, uh, so, there's that. Um, so, that part where uh, Kina and Barracks get... Uh, Caged. Like, captured, right? Yeah. By Metis or whatever. Metis, the menace. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God. Um, Jesus, so, you said it. um, I just like how they're surrounded, and then it fades to black, and then it's just sound design of them getting grabbed. And I'm just like, and I just wrote down, okay, don't show them getting grabbed. Exactly, okay. it's a little weird. Okay, okay, just don't show it in a visual medium. Fair, fair enough. You ran out of money. You did stay quiet on your own podcast a while ago. Yes, because I was asked to shut up. Um, didn't talk should, again. You should have shut up. Well, because you made me man spread. You should have talked. Um, again. Hey, we got to see your beehole real good. We're I really wish my, I, I really wish my pants had ripped. That would have been just the funniest. They didn't need to. They stretched pretty thin. <laughs> that would have been a great laugh. It was pretty form fitted. Um, giant bug creature. Yes. That was great. I gotta be honest, that reminds me a lot of a scene in Starship Troopers, which I hope we can watch one day. I was trying to say, I was like, what is that reminding me of? Starship Troopers. But I, I, no, it was something else, because I hadn't seen that all the way. All the way? All the way? Um, yeah, that set's amazing. It, it, it is really fucking big. Again, I still will not get over that these things can, like, pant and cough. Because they're still biological on the inside. They just have like exoskeletons. Yeah, it's it's that's a that's a me issue. Again, that's not it's not with it, it took me a long time to get used to it too. Yeah, like that that's like that's a me issue. I have to get past that barrier. That's it's hard. Put in front of me. They are hard. Yeah. Uh, the idea is hard. Standing further away from that forked thing, um, Gresh. Thank you. Um, hey, look at his lips. There he is. You literally said Gresh and you. Hey! hey I manifested it. Hey, what a progress. See, look at the eyebrows. You can barely see them. Um, it's a giant bug creature. Uh, Metis is trying to escape afterwards, and he uh, is stopped by two of his uh, henchmen. And I just 
and Joe was right next to Joe was right next to me when this is when uh, Joe was uh, watching with me. I literally just yelled right like right next to him. I was like, "Why did you stop for him? Mm. Gun it, floor the damn thing, run him down." Yep. Wow. Get out of there. Murderous. Okay. He's a villain. He's a villain. Um. Uh. So then, last one was my reaction to the ending. And that's the end of Bionicle. <laughs> as, yep. the, as the that's camera was we... panning away. Can, like, can I ask you, what would you have wanted to see happen? Mount Zanui go back and fucking kick ass. There you go. Okay. That's what should have happened. Pretty simple. Because you set that up, and I want the movie to... I want this universe to eat fucking crow. Which You, you did that. Now this, own it. Does this Do lack of an ending remind you of Ahsoka at all? Fuck. That's a damn good point. That's a damn good point. Um, I think Ahsoka... Well, A, I'm just going to say it. Ahsoka told a better story. Um, I'm not surprised. I mean, that's just like bare minimum. Honestly. And allegedly, that's the hardest part. Um... <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, I just wanted to know if it reminded you of no. it. That was not the first stop. I mean, the, Ahsoka had Like, I hours. see the comparison, but Ahsoka like... Ahsoka had hours. Eight hours. Yeah. It's six hours of 45 minutes more. Yeah. And probably did just as much. Does it um, remind you at all of Dead Reckoning Part 1? No. I, was I don't feel complete after this. Uh, okay, so, um, let's talk about then... I don't feel like there's a direction... Let, let's complete it then. Let's tell you what the, the, what happens to Bionicle. Then. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll do a whole kind of generic thing. Peter can fill in gaps if I'm missing stuff. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I have watched the Jackbrook sing for a while, but to be honest, the whole thing pretty much stuck with me pretty well. Though, I'll, I'll be honest. What I need help with is understanding... How Makuta kicked out Makuta Teradax kicked out the um what was the robot's name that eventually gets the mask and gets kicked out? Masanui? Mm, he was something before that. I cast you out! What do you mean? It was like it was, what's the name of your favorite <clears throat> Omatoro? No, no, the favorite set. The favorite arc. It's like a trilogy. Ignition. Oh, the Anika. Thank you. <laughs> the, the, the literal mask is the Anika. There was there was a robot who was that guy, and then he ends up. Ignika. He's the one Just that ends up confusing. Getting, that's what I need to know. How yeah. did Bakuda kick that guy out? I don't know. I okay. think it's like a dark magical mm -hmm. sort of thing where. He's like metaphorically taking over the mind, and then that mind is manifested into that mask to escape. Okay. So, so instead of completely destroying, like, yeah, Matsunui had a failsafe and basically downloaded his consciousness in a hard drive, shot that hard drive out, that hard drive formed a body. So, so basically, Chris, all the inhabitants of these islands discover that they were actually inside a giant robot. That giant robot... The whole time! So how did we get to this giant robot? 
It turns out that on a planet which, let's say, was galaxies away or just in one galaxy, mm-hmm. it actually had these guys. The uh, Agora? Agori. Agori. They were actually uh, a species <clears throat> race biological in a way. Mm-hmm. They had a, a handful of versions of themselves that had evolved into intellectually um, spiritual beings. They were called the Great Beings. These okay. great beings got together and decided that they wanted to create giant robots that would go around the galaxy and uh, observe planets and look at things. To do that, they needed a race to control the giant robot. So it is, it's like the Eternals. Huh? They created mm-hmm. the Bionicle people, the uh, Matoran, mm-hmm. uh, and they are they're they are all robots. Mm-hmm. They are only responsible for this right before the robot was and they created a robot it collapsed that's why it's there on this planet it didn't work they made a new one this new one before it went with all the maturin in it one of the great beings decided i'm just gonna give everyone in the entire universe sentience and then the robot goes off and it starts doing its thing okay. well, in that process there are sections <clears throat> of the robot this robot this robot is huge it's basically planetary size. There are, there are people in the shin that will never meet people in the hand. Mm. Um, so it's like an Osmosis Jones kind of Yeah. Thing. So there is... It's Bill Murray flooding his brain. The Machinui robot is like damn near the size of the planet that it's on. Exactly. Like it's bigger than moons combined. Yeah. Like it's huge. It's amazingly big. So <clears throat> this giant planet um, after the robot had gone off, before all this had happened, it founded and created Protodermis. The effort to mine it created wars. That war blew up the planet into three different moons. Now, they could be galaxies apart. They could be really close. Doesn't matter. There's three of them. One that's all forest and all ice. One that is the desert planet, which takes place here. And one is that is all water. And the all water one is where Matanui was put to sleep by Makuta at one point. And that's when the first movie starts. Eventually, they all find out that, it, you know, this is great, this is cool. They find out they're a robot. There's a great story about them <clears throat> finding out that Protodermis is, like, going to a certain point in the robot. They discover where the heart is. Like, just getting into the robot. All cool stuff. I really liked it. Almost all of it is set underwater. It's really cool. Um, in that process, though, Makuta has been doing all the secret Makuta Teradax. It turns out Makuta were actually a group of robots that were created to protect Matsunui the robot, but in the process, they just rebelled, and Teradax was the one of all of them that was like, I'm the fucking best, fuck you guys. And he right. creates a lot of, like, mecha, he does a lot of, like, uh, Machiavellian processes that basically leads it to the point where he can kick out the spirit of Matanui that's taken over a robot, put him in the mask, and shoot him out in the space the moment that they tried to take <clears> over the robot. And at this point, it's fucking Dark Ages, Chris. Dark Ages in the robot. Like, groups of Matoran are dying left and right. That bad, bad yeah. people are... Mass ready. genocide level. In the meantime... This is fucking Animorphs or now, something. Dude, in the meantime, dude, Makuta's chilling out on this planet. He's meeting the Matanui. he's meeting these guys, Matanui, yeah. He's meeting all these guys. He's going on these adventures. Eventually, he gets the robot together. He flies back and this? they fight. Yeah. Eventually, he gets a robot. Oh, they build the robot again at the end of this movie. He gets back into it. He creates the spirit robot again. He flies to the other 
uh, water planet, and they have a planetary-sized giant robot kaiju fight. And he sets it up so that... Here, stand up for a second. That's what my background has That's been. what his background is. Oh. So it all, the, it's all coming together now. So that's the small robot, and that is the original Matanui robot. And this is the robot that was built on... Spheres Magnus. Yeah, the second oh. one is yeah. So the kick her in the balls. Basically, he he's somehow. I said, is it a meteorite? What is it? A piece of a moon or something? What do you mean? That. Yeah, he throws so, a fucking moon at so him. So there's a it somehow. He Darth Vader's and just like fucking blows a moon on his head. He, he oh, I thought it was like Thanos. He just throws a moon at him. He basically mm-hmm. takes a piece of a moon and sends it rocking to where the fight is and he puts Makuta Teradox's robot in front of it and it blasts through his head and kills him. Jesus. Like, it's fucked. Like, that's how I fucking... In the middle of this, Chris, I have to say, when they get to the point where uh, Mata Nui is chilling out as a robot where this movie is happening... All of the more interesting shit is happening by, like, the gods of this entire universe. Like, all, like unbelievable beings of unbelievable power that yeah. can time travel and go to different dimensions. There's, like, a, a tentacle-like god that, that can just control anything. It's fuck, way more interesting yep. than any of this shit. Yep. It is well. It's basically what Eternals is like: gods of the galaxies and universes manipulating pawns in their scheme. Way more interesting shit than anything that's going on this fucking planet, in my opinion. And they choose to tell this story like fuck off. No way. Way more interesting shit. Like the <laughs> the entire the moment that this movie starts is the moment, in my opinion, where the entire lore like kicks into and uh, just unbelievable gear. Like, I really am interested by everything that's going on there because it's happening in such a big, gigantic scope. And we came from Robots on an Island. Some part of this really works. And none of these movies under fucking standard in any way possible. And the main reason is they keep making sets. They won't stop making sets. The story has to get bigger. There has to be more Power Ranger robots. There has to be more teams. It fucked everything up, considering what they had built on the side in the books and in the comics. So that's the end of everything, Chris. The continuation of the lore would have been the great beings that started this all are hunted down, and they become the bad guys. They, everyone starts looking for them and they try to figure out who they are and then they get found. They're like, wow, our Greek gods basically suck dick. And that's how this would have ended with the being, with the Matoran and all the toads just basically beating the shit out of the great beings. It would have been amazing. But this is the story that we get instead. (laughs) Basically (laughs) Superman shooting over to some Mad Max planet and turning into Lawrence of Arabia. Like, every... Once you know what's actually going on, you're like, why are you... Yep. Oh my god, these people don't matter. These people don't matter. You need to get off. Like, the entire time, there's nothing but the dark ages happening inside that giant robot. It's... People are dying left and right, and he's like, you are a nice guy. I can't believe I have friends now. Oh my god. Friends. Yes. So that is what happens at the end of Bionicle. They actively chose not to do the cooler shit. Yes, they actively... Was it because they couldn't? Because they kept making shit? I don't know. 
I do not it, know. It really Listen, is. Okay. I feel like they keep making what they think Dude, I don't are even pilots have the to TV shows. I don't even have the answers. I think they're trying to make pilots to TV shows. You're, I honest to God. You're fucking shaking like in rage. It's infuriating. But now I can share it with someone else. It's Peter really is like white knuckling his chair. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, it's not. not it's not <laughs> fun. No, you understand. Like I looked at this and I was like, okay, so I see where they're going. He's got to get back and save his friends. And then you read everything and you're just like, what? Why? What? Like, why? Like there are gods at play here. Gods! You basically just tell Percy Jackson the Olympians. Oh, Bionicle. It's great. It's basically decided that right. wasn't. It's well, Wrath of the Titans, and they decide to tell the smallest version of a Mad Max story. And it's like, no, you're not. You got to mean Cl- so behind in how to tell these stories in an effort to make a TV show. It's Don't you mean Clash of the Titans? Wrath and Clash are oh, both. Gotcha. Clash, I, yes, Clash of the Titans. The Spe- original one is better, and specifically I, the Sam Worthington ones. Fuck those. I mean the 80s one. With the stop motion. I'm sorry. You called me on it. Yes, Wrath is terrible. Clash, the original, is better. This is... this is. I think they were trying to make TV shows. I think they were trying to make TV shows. Um, yeah. It really is heartbreaking. So that's it. That's what they were going to do. Supposed to do. No, that's yeah. But that's, I mean, that's how. That's not what they were going to do. But that's how the story ends. Eventually, Matanui becomes an actual figure, while all the gods fight in the efforts of this universe to stop Makuta Teradax from controlling this robot and spreading his evil around the universe. And, and like we're talking, dude, there is. Okay, so there's a guy who is the Ice Guy. What's his name? The second Ice Guy, the one that sacrifices himself. Matoro. Matoro. So, right away when I watched the first one, I'm like, Kopaku is amazing. Mm-hmm. He's so cool. He's like the coolest guy. Like, fuck the red guy. He's the cool. They basically started a new story Literally. where the ice guy is the lead. Mm-hmm. He gets tested over and over and over again to see his ability, to see his like honor in all these situations. He ends up sacrificing himself for the entire galaxy. And it's amazing. And then later, they go, they start picking people from different dimensions. They pick a good Makuta Teradax. They pick it a, a fucked up version of Matoro. And he goes through a whole new arc where he basically has to earn his pride again. And you're like, this shit is amazing. It's amazing. Why are you not doing this? It's insane. Dermar. It's crazy. Like, there's so many good, the entire middle section of the Duck Brick story, fucking loved it. Fucking loved it. The trilogy is amazing. And like, I wish I could have seen some visualization of that. It's way more interesting than anything that happened before. The way I've always processed it is you have Greg, the guy writing all this shit. He writes it all. Imagine like an entire bookshelf, okay? He bubble wraps that entire bookshelf, hand delivers it to a studio and is like, this is what I have. What do you think? And they look him dead in the eyes. I'm like, we really like it. Once he leaves, they fucking burn it and they make whatever they want. They, it's, like they, it's like they took a knife and they shoved it into the bubble wrap. Didn't care what they damaged in the process. Hit one book and then just kind of ripped out three pages. And they're like, that's your movie. That's your, that's your they new movie. They read the title of the book. Like whatever these three pages are for that one book, that's what you do. Do nothing more. And then they did it three more times. Like, you want to talk about sitting down and making something in spite of all the other mediums that are taking care of it? Greg, 
Greg is the guy that sat in his house and was like, I know what this is. I'm going to keep writing it. And I don't give a fuck what you keep doing with it. I think this is great. So I will give him that. What he did with it, I really enjoyed. It was fucking nuts. Fucking nuts, man. I highly recommend you finish. Just listen to Duck Breaks at work. I think you can, like, I know it's not visual and there are visual things, but after a while, it gets great. It gets I'm getting bolder, actually. I'm actually, like, working my way to Twitch streams. That's fine, man. At work. I listen to Game Grumps at work sometimes. But, like, I, I honestly think if you finish that Duck Bricks thing, if you're interested in any of this, it's so it gets fucking nuts. Like, Destiny-level nuts. And I really liked it. I don't know. Destiny's getting pretty crazy right now. But Destiny's still going. Yeah. I would like to compare this maybe one day with Ninjago and see what they were going to do with that. But, like, this was great. I, like, I'm glad I got into Bionicle. And in that process, <laughs> made, made, we went to go build some, and I made my guy, I call him Spectre, He's masked as stealth, and he has got red eyes because he smoked pot like me. And he's hangs out in the mountains, man. He's a he's like a Toa bounty hunter, but like he's just chill. Like it's like that hermit character. Yeah, every every like, person he catches, he doesn't murder them. He kind of helps them he escape just anyway. He he changes them as people with his weed or something. I don't know. He's a nice guy. He just doesn't like. So why does he have? His, so why does he have swords? His gaseous protodermis. Yeah, he's, he's just fucking smoking it, man. Just chilling out. He's smoking protodermis. Yeah, like yeah, it's right here. It's right here. It just fills this container with stuff. And it's a cartridge. Gonna, and he just smokes it. That's why he's always got red eyes. You remember... Uh, I made a bionicle. Do you remember uh, Forrest Whitaker's character in Rogue One? Yes, I do. You know how he like pulled a yes, mask on it over his face? Like yes, that's, what I, that's what like I imagine. Yes. That's what I imagine. <laughs> Inspector yeah. uh, like. So I did a first generation one. It took... I was... There's a good like ten minutes where I was. Yeah, you didn't want to get beaten up. At, well, I was. I, it's more complicated than Hero Factory. And yeah. there's a good like ten minutes where I was just staring at it, and they were like, "Are you, are you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm just figuring out my mind around it." And after like I found the legs and the arms, I, I figured out the rest pretty easily. Mm. It was a lot of fun. I really liked it. I liked getting into mm. Bionicle Man. I liked the idea of what this is, and I wish they had done better as films. It's not my bag because it's very fantasy based, but once you get right. to the half, like once you get past the whole they're on islands and there's Toa and there's yeah. mysticism, once you actually get to the sci fi, I'm like, that's awesome. Their entire spiritual mindset is crushed by a giant robot. And then it ends with a planetary robot fight. Awesome. Awesome. I like it. I think it's good. These movies suck. I, I don't look, I, it's hard to make a movie. And there's a lot of merit and quality to this because it doesn't look like garbage. But you can tell where the laziness was. And I, I even watching Hero Factory, I was like, this is boring. And Hero Factory has Mark Hamill. It has great people dude, in it, it, dude. Hero Factory it has, has SpongeBob in it. That's Tom Kenny. Tom it has, has such, Tom fucking Kenny. Such good voice work in Hero Factory. And Tom Kenny was also in um, Pinocchio. Exactly. Well, t- again, guys, Tom Kenny has been around for ages. He's in. He's done sketch comedy. He's a baller, dude. He he is. He does everything. The guy goes to work with his voice. But I, I yes, as a movie, I don't think there's any. I, I like the I like the robot. I like the scope and scale of the robot. So that's about it. I'm just glad that one good thing came out of this. Henry Gilroy. Henry, that's out, of I, all of out of all of this. Well, he had nothing involved with this. Thank God. <laughs> These are different writers and a different. I was about to say, <laughs> somehow 
He went over. To, if, I was going to say, I, I thought that he had something to do with this. And if that was the case, I would have been like, somehow he went over. He failed his way upwards to Star Wars and did better. If, if he was involved with this, then I would have said, I would have thought he just rewrote the second movie. That's what I would have thought. Yeah. But it proves with the third movie that he didn't want to do that. With the third movie, they wanted to do something else, and they did it. And I think that's why they weren't called back as a production company here. They were like, oh, okay, all right, we need better. We need to start over. <laughs> yeah, we really fucked this up. And they seem to have liked the guy if they wanted to continue with Hero Factory, but there's a safetyness. There's a safeness to these to this movie in Hero Factory that tells me they didn't want to take chances. They gave up. And I think the people making the movies wanted to tell certain stories and take chances in certain ways. And in certain ways, too. Like, I think the first movie is the best exploration of this lore. I think the second movie is the best, like, straight bionicle Toa adventure. And I think the third one is the best movie in the sense that we, they're taking the most, they're having the most fun with it. But none of them are good bionicle movies, considering what this is as a whole. Mm-hmm. So they just... I, I'm glad that we're sitting here and talking about this stuff. I'm glad you guys can point out animation mistakes that I didn't notice in my time. But I... This is one of the... This this movie just kind of washes over me. <laughs> I, I'm glad... Again, yeah, I understand. I'm glad we did all of this and the point of these movies was to do that, to get into the lore and everything. Yeah. But like... I liked the third one the best as a movie. I thought it was the most interesting. Uh, I thought it, it was the. It's also the one that makes the most. It, it has the least impact on any of them. Yep. It, None it, of it, it really happened. Easiest to lift out, and it's also I think the most interesting. Uh, this one is the safest, and I think this one's the most boring. This this is, this is the most boring. This is the this movie is the bridge between Bionicle and Hero Factory. Yikes! In looks and in scope. And story and theme. Yikes. It was meant to like water everything down and, and make it feel like there was a transition. But in reality, no, you just you killed it and then you replaced it with something safe. Just bland. Like G. Oh, so they pulled an Avril Levine, is what you're saying. Sanded these edges. Like not even PG, it's just G. You just need to watch it. Sanded these edges. No rating. I mean, we do have to rate it. You have to grade it. Grade it with a rating. Um. Yeah. Okay. So no, I. Oh boy, Peter, I kind of want to give you a hug right now. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're hugging. They're I feel so bad. Their pants are like, off. What? What? Huh? What? That was his, that was Alex's pants. <laughs> they'll never know. What? They'll never know. Oh, put put it away. Put it away. I can man spread if you want. You already did. Yeah, yeah, I know. Mm. Four your rethers out right now. Four. You got him right. You got him. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I, the audience doesn't. No, but we do, and that's why it's great. (laughs) 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 That's something I think about. You should. (laughs) Bring stuff so often. It's so cool. I think it's cool. (laughs) Dead end. If it makes you feel better, Peter, I did not think about it. I don't care either way. (laughs)
if anything, gives me more power when you do. So. I just think any opportunity we joke about having our penises have is a way for me to do it. It's not like I'm just doing it randomly. We're joking that you're coming. No, you bring it in. Yeah, you bring yeah, it in. Yeah. I had a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I know we missed the fact that he walked for a minute straight. That's true. Into the camera. Uh, no, wait, yeah. he's still in the process of walking. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, I... Still walking. It's just, it's just, yeah, I... Boy, howdy. I thought I had it bad with Star Fox. Um, doesn't compare. At least I had a new game within the last six years. You haven't had anything within the last 10, 13. No, I got one yeah. system set that was made to look like a Bionicle, mm -hmm. and they called it Bionicle, and the only way to get it was, because um, it was a gift with purchase, and the way the gift with purchases work at the Lego store or online, so you have to buy a certain amount of things, certain certain amount of Lego sets. Right. So you buy $100 worth of something, and you get that thing for free. Right. The catch... The catch for the Bionicle, though, again, not even Bionicle pieces. It's brick-built. It's system-built. Right. So it's like a, a, a crappy copy of what it once was, like a, a shadow, mm -hmm. an echo of what it once was, a pitiful excuse to, like, pitiful get the fans to buy something. What they wanted us to do was buy not just any Lego set that was any worth $100. Not, not that. Not, like, you could just buy a hodgepodge of things that you wanted for a while, and then you just get that thing. You had to buy City. You had to buy Lego Friends. You had to buy Lego Ninjago. You had to buy original Lego themes, not not licensed products, in order mm -hmm. to get Bionicle. So you couldn't even get something that you wanted. I worked at the Lego store, and I had to buy crap to mm -hmm. get the Bionicle gift with purchase. I had to buy a fucking car. I had to buy the most... I literally haven't opened those sets. That's wow. what they did in the last 10 years wow. to me, to wow. the community. That's literally the only thing. Um, you bitches did it. Uh, so you we have, had to. Yeah. So you have all that, and then a 60-second demo that a popular artist fails to finish. Because he's busy and successful. Because he's busy and successful. And, you know, prioritizing his time and with his wife, and I'm sure yes. know, he's prioritizing his family like a good boy. Yes. He's also busy poaching me. Um... In my time. Yeah. Um, whereas uh, Star Fox, it's just, we got Star Fox Zero. Everybody hated it. And because it was just a retread. Mm -hmm. And now we haven't heard of anything since. No, actually, you have that fan game. Yeah. Bionicle Ignition. Or... Oh, boy. That fan game that's on that's coming to Steam. Oh, the Steam one. Yeah, Steam one. Yeah, I'll credit it. Give me yeah. one sec. You have that. Hopefully, that finishes. I mean, it, it will. It will. Closest thing I have is Twin Peaks, but we got the return years later, so right. I got you it. have a conclusive end. I finally got it. Yeah. You have a conclusive end. Masks pretty, of power. Pretty rough ending. Thank you. Masks of power. Pretty and rough ending. On YouTube, guy. this is the ad right below that video. <laughs> That's the that's the Bionicle game that I want. Wow. It is three anime medieval maids. One they all have different animal ears and it's called it's, And they all have massive tits. Yep. What's it's it called? Just, it's just called Slow Life. 
Slow Life, of course, I've played that never. Sponsored free. Escape to a world of tranquility you and make your village free. thrive. Big old tits. I'm good. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, so... You want this? No, I want Bionicle. So give me anime crap. <laughs> Do you incessantly, like, share a Steam account or no? Yeah, I don't have anything. Oh. They don't care. That sounds like something like... Because I know she's big on anime, but I don't know how far she takes that. She plays computer games, but she doesn't game game. No. I see. And I, I don't game at all. I'm right. Like, I've never... Despite having a gaming PC. No, she's, she's, more like, she's more like those like uh, virtual novels. Ah. You like find stuff hidden in the picture. Yeah, she really likes that stuff. Yeah. Um. So, I guess we just... I don't know. If there right. is, do we want to eulogize it first? Um, I, I am satisfied enough that I got, like, my two bestest friends to dive deep into this and understand the pain like, of you, what these movies are. I think Alex dove into it deepest. I just watched these and I'm just like, you what the games. hell? You played a game. I played, a, I played the PS2 game. Peter, I, should, I, played the shi- I played the shit one. <laughs> Peter, what does it mean? Why does she have an ass? I <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Why does Golly have an ass? <laughs> that can be, that, that's imprinted. She's a woman. That's imprinted into my brain. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like... Women are beautiful. Technically speaking, I think... I think they nailed it in this one. Because Kina, Kina actually... With she the can't pieces, sit down, though. She can't. But they actually built with different pieces to make her look more feminine. Yes! Giant bug me, giant bug creature. Yeah, giant bug creature's pretty fun. That's pretty cool. That's the only that's the they only still, angle of it that we get. They still found a way to put kaiju in this movie without having the giant kaiju robots. Right, but at least it's cool. I agree. That's a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's one cool thing. Yes, the giant bug creature. Yeah. Um. <laughs> God, that freaking camera move is weird. Anyway, um, yeah, I. Dang, I just for Peter's sake, I wish there was more. Like if there was something better. The, every I think every five years something gets stirred up in the pot and people are like, Bionicle's coming back, Bionicle's coming back. And the last time that happened was the Bionicle gift with purchase. And a lot of people, including me, didn't believe it. I'm like, this is brick built. This is Tahu. <laughs> like what what is this supposed to be? And then it with context it made sense, oh, it's a gift with purchase. And now people are saying in 2025, something is going to happen with Bionicle again. Yeah, it's going to be us making something. But they're saying through trusted sources that have leaked other information in the past that has become true through Lego, those people are saying something about Bionicle in 2025. Either it's announced in 2025, something gets released in 2025, or something will... They're officially funding Bionicle Masks of Power in... (laughs) Promoting it everywhere they can. Oh, thanks for making that for us. We own that product, so we're going to take that. Thank you. At least they're not doing that. No. They're at least letting us play. Right. In grief. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. My God. Grief? Yeah, man, it's dead. Damn. Double dead. It died twice. Um, And we had a rebound in the middle. Now I gotta give Austin a hug, because, like, no, this isn't a hug because I'm happy to see you. This is a hug that I feel sorry for you about Bionicle. (laughs) (laughs) 
He like kneels down and he's like, you, thank you. <laughs> if he Broke. kneels, he's at my height. <laughs> is he like 6'5 or something? He's 6'2 actually. Damn, he's taller than me. Um, shorter people live longer apparently. Anyway. Um, less distance for blood to travel. Like, right. Though, like, your your heart has to work harder what if than I'm horizontal. Well, that's between you and God. What if I, like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what if I curl <laughs> up in a fetal position? Does my blood travel less? Are you gonna, cry, you gonna cry about Bionicle? Yeah. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> like, I'm gonna, like, spoon Goresh. The one glutorian that I never got as a kid. You're gonna get scars, dude. You're gonna get cut up. You cut up. Like, get some sketty. Unless you unless you're into that like I forgot what I'm, I forgot what it's called. Anyway, um Alex, final words before grade. Eulogize this franchise. Should we rank these movies actually? Because that's what we do for yeah, every, we every series. Fuck, that's bad. Three three one two four. Okay, I gotta do this by which one I would probably I gotta do this in order of most likely to watch again. God, none of them. Oh God, none. I don't really. Watch none of them. Again. Even for me, I'm like. I watch this still, still, still. If like yeah. a, if like a gun was to my head. Um, Valid. Three. Still. Yeah, probably three. Probably three was probably the best narrative. I think two has. If you care. About best villain. Yeah, two, three. Three, three is my number one, and then I would probably put... I don't even remember two. Yeah, because it's just a hodgepodge. It's really dumb. It's so fast. I'll probably remember this before I remember two. In two, they become they become Toa in literal minutes. They go from Matoran to Toa, and then literally the next scene they start battling in that area. Yeah, three, one, two, four. Way too fast. I'm going to do three, one, and I'm going to put two and four in like the exact same spot. I can't. Four? They are the same story. Yeah, that and I can't even remember two. I like I like four. I like this movie way more than I like two. At least the characters are cool. And the like voice they all got, cool. they all went. All right, cool. Yeah, masks. I I say three, one, four, two for me. Then let's grade four. D. Whoa. <laughs> I think D. D. It has some medicine. I mean, it has some merit. Man. Oh, that's tough. This is really tough. They get, they get like, the characters well. And, you know, the animation aside, I, I can be picky and choosy, but I think they... I'm happy that they actually nailed the look of a Bionicle. Right. And they, and they like like I do like how they this... copied the pieces into the movie instead of like making it look different. And I, I like that. And I do like how the little mechanics, like the little like, um, like the like the little uh, little mechanisms within the body that kind of like move and spin mm-hmm. as they're like alive. Like I do like like I kind of like that. Um, but just as a movie. Oh God! It's way too hard to do that. It's it's barely competent. I think the one thing that makes me maybe that keeps it as a D, but not a D minus necessarily, are those small qualities. It's the fact that it's the promise of something that won't be finished. It has no real conclusion to it. 
Like his entire society is trapped in a robot, ga- a galaxy. No, you know what? I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that against <clears throat> the movie. D minus. Agreed. That's what I'm saying. Fuck that. I do think that's bad, but it's a D for me. This is nowhere near. Why well, start it? I don't no think it's gonna die. I don't think it's an F. No. Like it's not. No, I still. This is not one it. of the worst we've seen. It's very boring. No, I think. But my God, does it come close? It's tempting me. It's like a te- it's like a freaking siren. Yeah, this is calling. A... Call. And I have, and I have to. And I, have to put, and I have to put, like, freaking bees wax in my ears. Go back, go back a second, Peter. I like that flame effect. I like the green flame fire effect. Did you go back? I believe you did. No, I didn't. It just... Oh, yeah. It, it's just, like the one last fire... Yeah, that's oh, kind of cool. When they combine all their elements together yeah, and they have the cool, cool, like, action yeah, cool. pose... Yeah. Like, the only thing that's saving this from F is the giant bug and that. Agreed. Like, what the fuck? The voice acting, too. Yeah, and this is... Matanui. So, Matanui as technically... Nuance. Because these characters aren't technically Toa, but they act like it because they have their elemental powers. They don't have mask powers. Yes. Matanui has a mask power, and he's a warrior. So, he's the closest thing to a Toa, and he doesn't even have an element. His element is life. Life, yeah. D minus. It's so fucking weird. D minus. You're D-. really tempting me. You're really tempting me, movie. You really don't want me to like you. Like, what was his power in that like hero stance and all like the the colors and flames and energies combined? Yeah, he's just the glue. As if that was a theme in your well, movie. He, he has come. He, oh my god. He is the life juice. Oh my god. Hey, you came up with a joke. You, didn't you say come? I said come. Uh, come Fuck! You came up with a joke. I came with it. I agree. He does talk about friendship, how he doesn't have friends, and he's just learned that friend. Because someone made a very good point. Matsunui is a god. He's only had people below him. He's never had equals. He's never been able to like talk so to people. So this is the first time he's like, oh, we're friends. This is friendship. So I do, I do think that's interesting in some capacity. But D, D for me. D minus. Peter. D for me. Okay. All right, Bionicle. D uh, for dicks out for Harambe. I'm not um, done with it. I'm going to spend a little bit more time with it. We're going to build, obviously, more. But, I, you know, I was I was very... It was... Abra- it was. It felt, like, abrasive when I first started it. There were certain things I just couldn't wrap my head around. I know. And you then the man. more time that I spent with it, the more I hated the movies and loved the idea of the thing. Yeah. So that is what <clears throat> a true Bionicle fan... Believes. Yep. The movies suck. The lore is good. You're one of us now. I, I wanted more. I like the fact that they at least finished Makuta's story, and they finished it in what I think is a is an interesting, awesome, visceral way that should be done one day. Planted through the head. Amazing. Just boosh. fucking awesome. So I do think that's cool. It's like yeah. when I described uh, decapitates him in uh, Sonic comics. In the Sonic comics, when uh, yeah, he just starts whipping, starts off. throwing balls of zombies. That's fucking fucking gnarly. Yeah. I, that that to me is something. No, that Bionicle is like it's cool. it's metal as shit, man. Yeah, it gets dark, man. So I I loved it. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, sure. Hope it's metal. Love, They're made it, of it metal. It's inspirations from fantasy and sci-fi properly, Lovecraft and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It takes and does fun things with it. Because I do think the characters are interesting. Um, so yeah, I'm glad I got into it. I'm glad that you did it. Um, ben 10 would probably be the next challenging one. Yeah. Uh, and then Adventure Time, 
is something that I've always wanted to do, and I know I'm going to love anyway. Adventure so Time is smooth sailing all the way through. Yeah, I know I'm going to love that. Ben 10 is the closest thing to Bionicle where shit happens, and it's not good. And then just keep fucking it up. All right. Uh, so we made okay. it all the way to an hour pretty and eight close. minutes. Pretty we had close. eight minutes left. Actually, it's almost done. Pretty good. They, they, just, they just assembled the robot, I think. Nice. All He's right. standing over it. All right. With no expression. Wheel? Wheel. What about it? Wheel? Oh, wait, hold on. That's not the right uh, tithe wheel. Oh, wait. That's not the, that's not the right tithe wheel. Wheel? 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 Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Wheel! 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 That's a word that we have been waiting to hear since we started this. Curiosity wheel? That was really good. That was, good. That was actually really fucking good. good. Like the fade out this episode. Gentlemen, the uh, what's our band name? Peak sweater. Peak sweater overlord. Peak sweater overlord. Um, the curiosity wheel demands tribute. I I already said mine earlier. It's Mean Streets. Mean Streets. I'm gonna go back to my. Sorry, audience. I have to type this on my phone. It's called me. It's been so long that I forgot. Dang! Now I gotta pick one. Did you not have one? <clears throat> what? I was thinking. I was thinking of one. Oh God. Um, nine. Nine got on there, right? Uh, yeah, nine's on there. Okay, that's what I thought. Right. So was the last thing. Nine would fit the season. Um, I have I have one where I know it's a bad one, but I know it's stupid bad and fun bad, and then I have one where I'm like, I'm really, not giving you really crap curious. anymore. I trust you. Um, no, the the one that the one that I'm initially that I was initially thinking of, it's not in the right moment. There's something about it that's not right. So I'm gonna go with Arthur and the Invisibles. Whoa, Arthur that's, and the Invisibles. After my dad was asking about it. What? Not too long ago, my dad asked me on the phone what a movie was, and I was like, I think it's Arthur and the Invisibles. Never seen it, just based off of what he was explaining to me. Weird. Um, and then I told, I literally told you guys that I went through this because I wanted to know if you guys had ever heard of it. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. And, that, I, and I had seen yeah. it. I just remembered mine. Yeah. Um, this actually, from all accounts, should belong. He's done, guys. Should belong on the bad wheel. It's curiosity. It could be any either. But this is a movie that I've never seen. I've only heard about how awful it is through memes and whatnot. I'm going to go with the the uh, late aughts uh, animated classic, Mars Needs Moms. Oh my God! Uh, it's the same like type of animation as Arthur and the Invisibles. Okay, so I'm the outlier here with the adult Martin Scorsese. Movie. <laughs> I like how you point out. <laughs> hey, it was, either, it was either that or uh, Southland Tales again, but I can save that for the bad movie wheel. I think yeah. uh, you know, I, I, everyone's in Martin Scorsese mode. Let's pull it out. Let's get some Mean Streets in here. Mean Streets, Arthur and the Invisibles. And Mars needs Mars. I'd be, I'd be absolutely satisfied with any of these. I would like Mean Streets. <laughs> As an adult. I, I, I'm in adult movie mode these days. I'm going to take my pants off. Peter's I, taking his I pants off. I have something to smoke with. 
So. Do you? Yes, oh, I now you, now you bring out your pen. You've, I've you've been, been smoking here for a reason. I was thinking about it, but I was like, eh. I'll bring okay. Pen. Eh. It, I'm trying to save it. You know, eh. the longer it lasts. The All right, longer. ready? I'm so ready. Is the volume on this thing? I mean, we're gonna see how good this is, guys. So, audience, I'm sorry if this sounds like shit later. Three, two, one. I'll, 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 I'll see you guys. No! Get the fuck out! Stop, stop saying... No! I'm not, I'm not saying... No! No! Just get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. God. Dick. So passive-aggressive. Patronizing. Mean streets! Yes! Yes, 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 and yes! Round of applause. Thank you. For Martin. Woo! I haven't seen this... In a long time. This is a very good curiosity for me. I want to go back to his other movies, but this this is about a guy who lives in New York who kind of wants to be a gangster, really believes in his faith and Christianity a lot, and he meets a nice girl. And he's got to make a decision whether he wants to follow this like adult life of getting out of his neighborhood or following his shitty best friend down this path of destruction and is the breakout role of uh robert of robert de niro also um harvey keitel in one of the first movies harvey keitel was the first um scorsese actor and he would go on to be in also the irishman as well Mm. um it's it's great it's it's you know rolling stones like i this is the kind of thing that i'm (laughs) talking about but also you get to see the movie that broke out martin scorsese yeah can't wait for you to see De Niro as a young... In fact, you'll get to see that and The Godfather Part Two. So you'll, you'll get to see two of the most important early De Niro roles. Like what made him so big and cool. On the curiosity wheel, as it stands and we sit right now. Hell Comes to Frogtown. Ah, Roddy Roddy Piper. Flight of the Navigator. Never, I don't think I've ever seen it. Heart and Souls. Hell yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Rambo, Last Blood. We gotta finish it. Violent. I think I saw a little bit of it on TV, like literally five seconds on TV the other day, just flipping channels. He was watching nine. 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 Tim Burton produced nine. Elijah Wood. Two thousand one, A Space Odyssey. Yeah. Spiderwick Chronicles. That was the one that was also inspired <laughs> by the canceling of the show. That's right. Bridge on the River Kwai. You had to turn off the TV. That is what we. Yeah, I was watching it. Um, the when you came over to watch Hard Boiled, and Hot you boiled. were you were shocked by the sound of an Alec Guinness voice. Um, Young Alec Guinness. Gojira, the non-racist one. The original non-racist nineteen fifty-seven movie. That would be in time for the new uh, television show with Kurt Russell and his son. Um, Godzilla TV show? On yeah. Apple TV Plus that's set in the same world. They have Monarch. Godzilla in it. John Goodman comes back. Yeah, it's called Monarch. Jesus. I'm actually excited for it. Jesus. They DH Kurt Russell, I believe. No, they brought in his son. Oh, he, yes, he plays a younger version. So it goes back and He forth. might as well be DAs. They look exactly the same. I've always wanted to watch the... Wyatt Russell's going to 
being a horror movie that's coming out soon. I forgot what it was called. He does murder people. He had a TV show on AMC I wanted to watch that I think was just about like... Anyway, he did did, like drive a shield into a guy's chest. Yes, he did. Um, uh, That one movie we are not allowed to talk about. Oh, that's right. Oh my gosh. Don't talk about it. That director has a new movie coming out called The Killer um, that people have said good things. Michael Fassbender. Oh yeah. That one sounds like it's going to be really, really good. Okay, sorry, I just had to get this. Yeah. Oh, bless you. Yeah, um, you. they just—they've been doing Fincher's movies on the Blank Check podcast, and I started listening to that episode, and I was like, I'm gonna stop in case we gotta watch it. Okay. But that would fit fall very well. Three Kings. Be still in the gold. L.A. Confidential. That would fit <laughs> Kills of the Flower Moon really well. I did that for O'Sheen. Uh, it's almost Noir November. I'm excited. Pleasantville. Oh my god, that's right! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a fucking good one, dude. I forgot about that. Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow! Oh god, please, no. Yes. God! Yes! No! Yes! No! Deny, deny Michael Scott over here. Um, it's alright. No, it's not. And <laughs> It's alright that we're doing it. And finally, executive decision. Hell fucking yes, dude. You are going to fucking love that. Quite the mixed bag here. Dude, a good one. Pants come There's like, I, I'm excited for all of those. There's not any of those that I would Except Sky Captain. Do. You don't want to do Sky No, Captain. I want to do Sky Captain. I'm interested to see what your guys' take is. Same. I like Giovanni Ribisi. It's not good, but like I haven't <laughs> seen it in a while. I'm so ready. Three. I like Art Deco. Three. Two. One. I'm covering it so nobody here can look. I wouldn't look anyway. I can't even see it. Oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, the next movie we will be reviewing on the Meister Movie Podcast. Well, guys, I guess we don't have to do a Halloween episode. It's nine. What the fuck? <laughs> oh wow, I said it was still the last season. <laughs> I just shouldn't put movies on. <laughs> Why? Because it just keeps picking them, like, right after. But you didn't land on the wheel that took yours off the wheel. That's true. They took my Mean Streets instead. So it's about uh, a team of characters that are on a mysterious planet and they have to navigate their way. They're all dolls with numbers on them. Yeah. 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 I don't remember anybody else but Wood as a voice actor and I remember him jumping. I remember him jumping. I remember the the sound design is like really good. I remember like when their their tiny little metal hands would touch stuff, they would have different sounds of when they would touch hands. Yeah. It looks like a movie based off of the cover of that one corn album. Mm. Yeah. Um, I remember liking it. There was also like a Target character. Like, you know, Target the dog. And then they had like the weird Target like Balls Bullseye. So like so like the dog from Frankenweenie. Yeah, they so Target had that dog for a while, and then they had the Still weird. Have it. And they and then they had the weird like. 
plushy like Bigfoot bear guy with like the square oh, mouth and teeth. So happy about this. And then then they had a like a little weird like hot topic style doll that looked like a nine character. And I'm mm. like that even as a child I'm like that is a little too close and that guy disappeared. And I remember Green Lanterns. Yes, a lot of green weird shit. Mhm. Um, Weird, like, spirit energy. And yeah. The green place of many mothers. Crazy uh, giant robots and death. Horrible death. So we just went from f- four pretty mediocre to bland animated films to what should be a pretty interesting animated film. Mm-hmm. Of little tiny characters made by a great <sighs> being. Water a human a desolated being. area. Yep. Oh my! I was trying to say that earlier, but you guys weren't getting it. Pink sweater, and they're a little team. That's pretty nice. I like and there's that. one token chick. No, there's more. And, than it, one and chick. it's does she have a mask? She has a bird head. It's gothic and it's Halloween. This is a fucking nice one, man. Yeah. I like this. I wouldn't have picked this naturally, but this is a good one. It's For very Halloween? seasonal. I, I it's mean, a good chaser. L.A. Confidential and Fight Club are very fall-ish movies. I, I was wondering if we would go down that route, but like I completely forgot about Halloween. I don't know why I keep forgetting about Halloween and just wanting to fucking skip it. <laughs> you're, you're always so set on like, I don't know, skipping past it. I don't know why, because I'm watching horror shit. I'm like, are we still going to watch Over the Garden Wall? Yep. I am showing you guys Bram Stoker's Dracula when it comes on Criterion on November 1st. You have like not only is it gorgeous, the cast is nuts, but there's some there's just you gotta see it. You gotta see it. It's not it's no, not no. a masterpiece, but it's the kind of thing where like if you saw it for ten minutes, you'd be like, that's obviously a masterpiece, and you keep going, you're like, uh, <laughs> but like it's great. Uh, I need you guys to see it. Sick. Um yeah. So what's the will next week? Bad. Alright, so I know my choice for next week then. Yeah. Alright. So thank next, you, thank you guys. Bionicle. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I it, I didn't hate it. I didn't. I, it was not something that I thought I'd ever get into, but surprisingly, without any visual representation of the best parts of this, I really like. That's it. how good it is. That's like now and that that's I how know, bad they fucked up. Now that I know what your screensaver is, I'm like, yeah, that be fucking gnarly. Yeah, this is this this is it, man. But that would be fucking. That is literally the pro. Dope. That'd be so cool to see. Yeah. I love it. I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing. Um, so, yes. Um, we can close the book on this uh, on this one and stamp a giant question mark on it. Um, I'm going to keep going a little bit. Maybe not efficiently, but I certainly... Do you want to make a Bionicle, Chris? I mean, we've been planning on it. We just... I can't do it tomorrow. And I well, can't no, 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 that's no, fine. no, 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 no. Just, Just in general, we're gonna be friends for like probably a while. So <laughs> I don't know about that, but okay. Good one. Well, I, I, to, I plan. I plan on continuing this oh, transaction. I, 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 I do. That's the kind of control he likes to have in relationships. Fuck, Fuck you, man. Fuck you. Hi. Hi. Nice. Um. Okay. So. Next up, Tim Burton's Nine. He didn't direct it, he produced it, right? He produced I'm very interested to see this. All roads back to Burton. He produced You can tie Bionicle back to Burton. I guarantee you. Guarantee you. 
I don't know. If I want to make a Tim Burton inspired Bionicle. Damn. They did. It's the third That's movie. a really big it's mask. I don't think you could fit the all this hair. The third movie is the closest thing you're ever going to get to it. In fact, it's closer than it ever should be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got a point. Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> the look his of disgust on his so face right now. right now. He's so... He's I'm sorry. Mad. I'm sorry. I was thinking of, like, a tall, slender guy. With like, a giant afro. And yeah. scissor hands. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but, you know, you just want to... Anyway. It just um, can be done. <clears throat> Yeah, anyway, speaking of Burton, I'm, speaking so of Burton, bad. he's so bad right now, guys. Foaming mm-hmm. at the mouth, he is very upset. I've never I've seen someone never smile seen and foam at the mouth. Fingers same time. stand so abruptly up; it's like as inches away from my face. I'm even centipede. Go no, shut the fuck up, middle finger. You shut the fuck up. Bitch. I don't want to. Oh god, I don't want to get into this with you. I get it. You 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 always what? show up at the. Oh, moment. just call what it adorable and let it be. Say to me, what? you motherfucker, get over here. What god the hell? damn it. What was that? Give me your finger! Give me your finger! Ow! 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 It's a fucking slut! I'll shove you in my ass, you fucking slut! What? Hi. I heard that too. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that too. Um, alright, I'm gonna end it right there. As they, um, as, as, uh, Alex and... Stick your finger up my ass! No, I heard you! Yeah, just shut it up! So as, uh, Alex and, uh, Peter resolve their, uh, sexual tension, I'm going to end the episode here. So next time we are doing the movie Nine in Spinning the Bad Movie Wheel. One more thing, a programming note. I'm going to split these fucking episodes. Because... That's right. Um, this episode is four hours fucking long, and I can already tell based on the uh, non-existent feedback that I get on this show, that it's too fucking long. So what's going to happen is the uh, shenanigans before the movie, the main movie review and the main movie review itself will be separate episodes released at the same time. Um, and uh, I think that's best, and Peter and Alex have not said otherwise, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, I, I think, I think, as I'm trying to figure this out on my I own. think it's nice that we've done this show for ourselves more than anything, but now it's gotten us to the point where we're ready to be for everyone else. Yes. Um, we open our holes up. We're sounding better. We're going to cut the episodes up. Like, we're going to try and gain a better audience. But you know what? Now we sound good. So, you know what? You don't have to listen to the old stuff, but you should. You, you, you if you have the... What? God damn it. I'm going to fucking... No! Oh! Oh! Oh, God! Ow! 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 You're bleeding everywhere. You ripped that whole thing off. Hashtag release more Bionicle. Please. Please. Sorry that it's been so long. Please. We're cutting them in half again. Like turds. Please.